<laughs> I have finally after many months of being bullied at every suggestion of Ring of Honor talk. This is now this is what this is now. The grin of honor. Um, all I needed was about twenty million dollars from TK, and all of a sudden the hot topic is Ring of Honor wrestling, baby. We're back. So this is episode twenty-eight of the late night grin. Um I am somewhat tired, but as I claimed on Twitter, I believe this is the first episode since episode four, in which like we all kind of feel like we have something to talk about tonight, which is yeah. um, mm-hmm. an anomaly in Grin history, clearly. I have my expert panel, as always. I'll start with the man in the top right of your screen, a Ring of Honor expert, a man that once murdered the promotion, only for Tony Khan to revive it. Bobby O'Neill, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, man. You know, I'm really excited. Uh, it should be a good weekend, a uh, couple good shows, and uh, I'm excited for this show as well. My God. Yeah. Very excited guy this weekend, Bobby. Okay, I'm glad to hear it. The confirmed shoot. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Um, I'm a big fan of professional wrestling, if you haven't noticed. Um, tonight, there was a very good professional wrestling show that I watched. Smackdown? Uh, Hey man, it looked like Sammy. Now see, right <laughs> we're sitting here and we're all excited for this show. Yeah, that's fair. And then we get two minutes in, and you lash out immediately. So now what's going to happen is I'm going to spend the rest of the show being spiteful because of that one comment. I mean, I'm just going to derail this thing at every turn. Yeah, that's fair. I just, I feels like you set yourself up for asshole. I mean, I really I didn't because I, I said professional wrestling show and SmackDown's not one. Well, now who's being spiteful, huh, Bob? Uh, Bob didn't watch SmackDown. No, I watched both. They lost again. Do they actually suck after all? After all this? Yeah, they can't beat good teams, which isn't ideal. How'd they get on against the Sixers this year? Um. They can't stop Embiid, so yeah, yeah. basketball sucks. Yeah, it does. It's very bad. I quite like it. Um, anyway, sorry, shoot, continue. No, I don't have anything else to say anymore. I mean, I can start <laughs> talking about basketball if you want, because I'm very upset about that. But what's up? What happened? Nothing. The Raptors just had injuries, so now they suck again. Oh, wow. <laughs> was that like really? Good? No, <laughs> they lost to the Magic tonight, so. No, After rough. losing to the Pistons last night, so I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Um, the Oracle of Wrestling. How are you on this uh, wonderful Friday evening? <clears throat> First off, I'd like to congratulate Kevin Koo on winning the uh, Action Wrestling Championship. Um, now that that angle's out of the way, uh, we can move on with our uh, with our program. Yeah. Um, Oracle, should we take credit for that? I think we should. Yeah, I think we I think there too. is there is some evidence forming about like a kind of potential grin bump here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it would be interesting. We can definitely claim it when Bob gets on the actual bump through with programming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting. It did pop me when I saw that tonight. Um, I guess so. Here's the thing, folks. We got a lot to do tonight. We're going to talk about Rampage as always. We're going to preview. Um, AEW Revolution, which is a pay-per-view it's airing this Sunday night from Orlando, Florida. And then we're going to talk about Ring of Honor. And Shoot and I are going to pull up a map of the United States <laughs> and plot out the yeah. uh, local event listings. We do not know if Oracle or Bob will be there for that segment. We I've do got a PowerPoint presentation put together. Yeah. 
We do forecast this that this green could go past eight hours. Um, yeah. Feel free to watch it on demand. Just want to make it clear here at the top. Okay. Joe. <clears throat> yes. I just made that joke, and now I'm really mad that I didn't make a PowerPoint presentation. That's fine. It's always next week, pal. <clears throat> a week I'd like to state that I've been on a Sprite kick as of late, and I switched over to caffeinated drinks recently, and my body has not adjusted well to that, so I've been dealing with caffeine shakes. Right. So, um, we have a problem here, Oracle. We have a problem. Okay. That that sounds promising, actually. This could be yeah. a fun so, show. There's been some comments in the past, Oracle, and I think you've done a nice job of refuting them. But there have been some suggestions that your takes regarding professional wrestling were, and I quote, Cornet adjacent was the mm. was the exact <laughs> phrasing. And you have just got one about him losing all credibility. Well, yeah, that's that was what I was kind of so the sprite direction I would recommend you not go in moving forward. Um, please also don't stop every five minutes in your stories like Jim Wood with a Big deep breath as he as, as his, his latest dinner goes down. So I, I just want to warn you on that because they're out to get you, man. Those those guys they're going to get you. So just avoid Sprite talk moving forward, okay? I like Sprite. Yeah, Sprite's good. Anyway, Bob, do you like Sprite? <clears throat> um, Sprite's okay. I usually get like Dr Pepper, but Sprite's like, fine. You should just say like an, an alternative, you know, just for just for the sake of our brand, Oracle. We're kind of blowing up over here, you know. Hmm. Sparks root beer is good. What do you guys call Sprite in England? Sprite. <laughs> Joke will never get old, honestly. Yeah. You knew the answer. We all knew it, and it still was yeah. good. All right. Do you guys like Dr. Pepper? I think it's uh, pretty good, yeah. You know, I used to like it a lot more I when I was like a kid, it. but now as I've gotten – I don't like it as much anymore. No, I don't like it, man. I don't know. Anyway, this is Rampage, baby. Um, triple threat match. This was what happens when you take two guys. I'm not trying to spite Andrade here because when I get to my point, you understand what I'm saying. But I think it's fair to say the other two guys are nuts. Um, and they have a certain brain for these matches that is borderline insane. And when you give those two guys the third wheel of a guy that can basically do anything in a wrestling ring, he's phys- nothing is physically impossible for a guy like Andrade in terms of power, speed, anything. He can do it. And when you just slot him in there, and, you know, you just give him cool shit to do. Andrade looked fucking incredible in this match. Everyone did. It was great. It was an epic triple threat match. And you guys know I don't love these matches. But, you know, if you're going to do it, do it right. About as good a TV match as you'll see. Could have been on the pay-per-view mm-hmm. and could have even stole the show. The finish didn't surprise me. I can understand why some people are disappointed. I like that they had Andrade eat all those finishes before getting pinned. I, uh... I have nothing but positive things to say. This match was was fucking awesome, I thought. Uh, Bob, what did you think? Yeah, rule. Um, I would have liked Andrade to not take the pin, but I, I get it. Like, it is what it is. But, yeah, no, I have no complaints about it. Um, might be my favorite match in the history of Rampage. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, my no, God. I, I enjoyed it throughout. Like, it was up there with uh, some of, like, it wasn't as good as like you know the famous uh, TNA triple threat or the one with Brock and Cena and Rollins, but it was very entertaining. It was a little. It was just like a good portion shorter than those, right? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, Oracle of Wrestling. This doesn't feel like a match that is to your taste, but I don't know. Was this one so good that it kind of escaped that for you? Well, 
the key to a triple threat match is to time it right and to pace it right mm-hmm. and have an all action match. And that's what they did. So I yeah. thought it was excellent. Um, you know, the spots and stuff, it's not so much that it's just that you have to you you have to keep things going and moving. Yeah. Um, otherwise you 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 get yourself into a situation where people are lying around and mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> in WWF, there's a lot of acting and stuff, and you know we didn't really get that here. Um, yeah, right. And so, <clears throat> yeah, I thought that I thought they nailed this one. Uh, the spots, you know, all the big spots are great. Ones that stand out to me the most were the uh, two big Andrade power spots. Kind of gave him. Mm-hmm. Chance to show off his power with two smaller guys. Um, I actually popped more for the uh, deadlift throw than I did for the uh, superplex spot. Me too. Um, that looks ridiculous. Just because it looked so violent. Yes, it did. Um, the superplex spot was more, I think, more impressive, just because like that's insane that they were able to have the body control mm-hmm. to do that. Um, but and it was also a really well put together unique take on a tower of doom spot which i typically hate yeah but they did it in such a way and and didn't you know they let it breathe just enough but didn't uh hang around on it too long uh so you know that's a small thing but it was you know it 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 helps add to the match for me Mm -hmm. uh finish was great i thought they did a really good job of, of timing you know timing the finish hitting it um I thought they did a pretty good job of catching all the big spots because that's a tough thing to do because they were, yeah. you know, production wise. I mean, it was, yeah, it was, this was a great match. I have no problem praising it. I, I just wish the one production thing I thought, I wish they'd cut sooner from Sammy when he was thrown to the floor because he got into like, you know, on your marks position almost because he had mm-hmm. to get ready to go up the top. If they'd have cut like a second before, it actually would have felt like Sammy was borderline out of the picture. That was like the time, the, the most, I could say about production. And if that's the biggest problem, it was a pretty good night, right? Shoot your thoughts. Fucking ruled. This is tremendous. Um, a lot of what Oracle said was going to be what I was going to say. Um, they did big spots. They got the crowd into it big time. I mean, the crowd was there from the beginning, but even still. Um, and, you know, like he, like they did the big spots without, doing the self-congratulatory bullshit afterwards, like they just, they kept going. Like there wasn't the, you know, let's lay out and let the crowd lose their shit for us. Like they, this thing was nonstop. Um, It felt like all three men were in the match for the vast majority of it instead of the, you know, two guys fighting and one guy waiting for his turn. Um, All three of them looked great. Um, I'm ready for them to actually heat Andrade up. I'm not surprised he didn't win here, but I certainly wanted him to win here. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, the Scorpio thing felt like a tell, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Still kind of feels like Scorp may actually win that belt. Kind of um, in a weird way. Kind of feels like he has to now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Which actually that could make sense because you know, I mean, if like let's say for example, Keith Lee wins the ladder match, then it's Scorpio Sky versus Keith Lee instead of Sammy. That makes sense. Very decent chance Scorpio Sky is the TNT champion for one week. Um, I think there's a very real chance that happens. Um, hope not for his sake. Yeah, we'll go um, for that. Yeah, but yeah, that feels very possible. Um, but all in all, I like this. But yeah, I'm. We need to get Andrade going. He's not a, this isn't like Miro when he was Kip Sabian or anything, but it's still not where he should be. Like, yeah, I'm ready for him to. I saw a, um, someone said like Andrade's in the Kingston sweepstakes of needs a big win. Yeah. And it's like the key difference there is it feels like as a, this kind of character should not be losing too much. Right. And I don't, I don't think it's actually a problem yet. I'll be honest, me personally, it isn't the fact that he's losing. I wish he'd have got some more TV wins along the way. Right. So, like, if you do, you know, some of those dark squash matches, if you'd have found the room in like January for a five minute competitive squash for Andrade, I think that would have just, just softened the blow a little bit. You know, I don't think it's a big deal or anything. But yeah, they definitely need to um, get rocking with that. So, I do think that. It is leading somewhere. Yeah. Other people are going to like where it's leading. That remains to be seen. But th- he's clearly building to his breaking point where he beats the shit out of Matt yeah. Hardy. And because yeah, they're going to lose on Sunday. Sting's not yeah. losing. Um, and then I think there's a pretty good chance that Andrade is going to kick the shit out of Matt Hardy after that match. I would agree. And then, you know, if we're getting ahead of ourselves, Wednesday would be when Jeff's free. So, right. Mm-hmm. But what that means for Andrade has always been weird because, like, who does he right? You know, yeah, you bring in a heel to kind of build a super team of Andrade. We, we you know, we'll kick this stuff around in, in the coming because uh, you think it's a private party first. So, well, I think they'll do Butcher and Blade first. Yeah, that that would make sense too because you want to give that private party match some juice, right? And again, right. this is what I'm this hopefully you can find room somewhere along the way to get private party a TV win. So it kind of feels like a big match because I think it, you know. It should be one, right? So that's saying definitely did to, you, to watch. Did you listen to the unrestricted thing with Tony Khan this week? I did not. No, I oh, think his man, promo on Wednesday. He was laying on Isaiah Cassidy. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're they a big deal in that promotion, man. Yeah. I, um, I've brought up a lot, but like if you listen to the way FTR talk about those guys, it's pretty telling because FTR are not rushing to put over anyone's any other tag teams. Right. And like that's their dude. They, they've, and Isaiah's been more name more often because he was around the whole time as far as i know queen got hurt right so um yeah it's interesting they're definitely so i think i think you're going to see them kind of climb that ladder a little bit here um there are a couple hill teams there are a couple teams i should say that were dispatched in a fashion on wednesday that i found to be somewhat telling about their current status in the promotion um i think probably can fill those gaps so we'll you know we'll see how that goes now by the way, where is this out on your big ball for Rampage best match? Oracle shoot. What do we think? I hadn't even thought of that honestly. I got, um, I got Christian and Kenny. Definitely, that's above it. I, I think I got Kenny and Danielson, and then I probably go this. Was that on? That was ramp. Then I definitely put that above it. Yeah, King um, Danielson was like the, it was the opening match of the Halloween Rampage. Okay. You remember the one with Abaddon and Britt as the main? I actually like that match. <laughs> Me too. It's just oh, funny, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just it was a yeah. weird show. It's fun show. I'm trying to remember what else they've done. Um 
both Pac and Andrade matches were on there, right? Yes. I think yeah. the second one. Second one's better. I, yeah. I, I'd probably put this one above it, but it's right there. Say, yeah. I think, like, Andrade, and, and when I talk about Andrade, I need to keep reiterating this because I see a lot of people giving him shit. Like, I fucking love him. So when I'm being critical, I'm saying it with love, you know? But, like, you know his singles matches? I find he struggles a little bit right now with connective tissue and the pacing can be a little kind of jarring. The beauty of tonight was that he didn't... <laughs> there was no... As Oracle and you laid out perfectly, like, there was no time for that problem, right? They just said, fucking throw Darby, chop him. And it's like, is there a better, better offensive wrestler in the world than Andrade, man? Like, when he's hitting his shit, oh, my God, he's spectacular. So, yeah, I think this was better, personally. But You know who I want to see Andrade wrestle? Buddy Matthews. Well, I mean, there's a long list. Well, yes, but... Christian Cage. Yeah. Mm. He'd put all of his coolest shit in like the right place. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot. I mean, I think he's another guy that like watching him tonight was a reminder and we can get into in a second, but like yeah. I need more Christian singles matches, man. While he's still got some years left, that dude's so slick. Anyway, we go from that classic to one of the funniest segments AEW's ever produced. Um, if you disagree with my assessment, <clears throat> I believe you are wrong. This was fucking hilarious. Alex looked in, like I cannot believe someone didn't stop him from going on TV looking like this. It is even funnier that he was able to talk like this on national TV. Um, Please use so his they, official name, Joe. Huh? Use his official name. He's the Dark is, Priest. Oh, yeah, Alex the Dark Priest. So, so, um, so he's doing this promo right, and it's like it's it's as goofy as his facials were a week ago in when he came out and then they do a lights out to a pre-tape <laughs> to a pre-tape on the screen. Then they went back to the ring because they'd arrived live to the house of the house of black had arrived in the building. And then he was like, I didn't say we didn't, we have our own monster. And I was like, well, who the fuck is this going to be brother? I'm, I mean, this with love. God bless that dude. I'm sure he's going to work hard. Nothing but love for him. Getting opportunity. When that name popped up on the screen, I like roared laughing. Yeah. I couldn't believe it was Eric. Like, why? When from? What is this about? Where's the history? I don't know if I was missing something. I look, I'm assuming he's gonna just be there to get beat because Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Too, yeah. But like, I'm sorry, I fucking erupted in laughter. I'm, I couldn't yeah. help myself. He's a big dude and like he's actually not untalented, but my god, man. I mean he's been a free agent for 23 months <laughs> you know like i don't know whatever uh shoot am i am i wrong here this was fucking hilarious wasn't it yeah it was hilarious i mean it was hilarious in a good way it wasn't hilarious in like holy fuck this is the worst thing i've ever seen in my life be um, in the it was me. fine <laughs> but it was very funny um, yeah Buddy Matthews has been in the company for, what, two weeks? And I believe he's already spoken more than he did on the entire main roster of the World Wrestling Federation. Could be wrong about that. Um, mm -hmm. That's pretty much my main takeaway from this segment. He's not actually bad in those segments. No, he's not. I actually think, I think this is a hot take because I've seen people disagree with this. But I kind of think it's a bummer for Brody that he doesn't have, like, an accent. Yeah, that's fair. You know? He kind of just sounds like a guy. Bud's yeah. got the fucking awesome Australian accent. You know what we think about the Australians. 
And um, of course, Malachi, he not only does he have the Dutch, he has the spooky voice too, right? He does the spooky. Brody just kind of talks. <laughs> I mean, he's not bad. He's just, I don't know. I will say that the capper on this whole thing was like, I was actually kind of bummed about this match. Yeah. And then they said it was on the buy-in, and I immediately pumped my fist and was like, okay, I'm back in. <laughs> so the buy-in's like, an hour long now, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, but, we'll discuss that, and there's a reason for that. My God. Was that a threat? <laughs> no. Only four about it. Might have been. <laughs> Hang on. Let me read some super greens. Guys, we do not plug this heavy here because this play will show. <laughs> but we do appreciate it. Nonetheless, J.K. Shaw says... Not here, bully Bob about the balls, but just going to call him a coward if he isn't at double or nothing in May. Got my flight and tickets today. Also, still working my way through that glorious 12 hours of madness. All hell. Thank you, pal. Bob, any comment? Um, I will probably not be there in May because I looked at hotels and stuff today. Coward. And, uh, yeah. Coward. Fair. Grokey Boy says, shout out, Bob's fan. I thought he meant like fan as in like supporter, but he just means literal fan. That yeah, always, it's one of the stars of the show. Yeah, the super grim pal. There was someone on the historical oracle, and if there's someone that's in here, I'm sorry, I forget. But I don't think it was. I think it was a new name that was like they tweeted me of the historical oracle. Is Oracle ever going to reveal what's behind the door? And I was like, I don't even think we've even made that a bit on the show, have we? No. <laughs> That would be good for that plot I pitched to you before, shoot. You know? Yeah, I agree. I definitely definitely forgot what you're talking about, but I agree with you. You know the one I'm talking about. I forget that I'm looking at like a... You know the podcast, the horror movie I pitched to you before? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, imagine that. The mystery door. Anyway, um, we make movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I'm, now, now we're back on... We, okay, we make, I got you. Um, um, yeah. What was it? What were we talking about? Uh, Red I don't know. Beer. I was going to say something, and I can't Red remember beer. what it was. Oracle. Bob, did you pop your fist when you saw the million dollar gate? Because I know you're a big fan of companies making money. I mean, I did immediately DM you about it. Yes, you did, which I didn't oh. even remember until uh, you. <laughs> well, I have to say that that is good news, but I have some commercial analysis to bring myself later, don't I, shoot? I've analyzed the ratings. Oracle, have you seen Redbeard? I am. I pump my fist in actual excitement because I think he rules. Oh, fuck um, but <clears throat> the Alex stuff is—it's—it's <laughs> it's funny. Russell crap. Let's be honest. It's fucking Russell crap. It's, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> it's actually it, somebody said it. It's true. It's actually really embarrassing. <laughs> like if 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 a non wrestling fan look, most wrestling's embarrassing. Okay, with non wrestling, like a lot of it is. But this is the kind of stuff that like. You want to like crawl under a couch and like shrink to the size of like an mm. ant and then have some creature eat you mm. um, because it's so embarrassing. It's um, better than Dan Lambert. Dan Lambert is I don't I don't find him embarrassing. I just think he's stupid. Um, well, some of the content at least. Some of the content, yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess. I just think that's stupid. I'm, I don't find it embarrassing. Um, but <clears throat> um, this segment was. funny um and i did legitimately pop for eric redbeard because i do think he rules i mean he's he's harmless you know <laughs> he'll, he'll do his thing where he like is that you know squeezes buddy matthew's head or whatever with his 
the you know double fist hold. Oh yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. And then uh, you know oh he'll God. do that for like you know ah he's ah he's baby face. He'll probably just do a hot tag and throw boots and clotheslines, which is also fine. When uh, remember when Alex came out last week and like the audience just sat there in absolute disbelief that this was happening in front of their eyes. And he was like looking at them as though they'd reacted to the undertaker. <laughs> 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 Fucking ruled. Um, okay. And we move ahead here. Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky. The page runs and we'll talk about separately here in a second, but the, uh, we talked about this last week in depth. They have not forgotten the Scorpio Sky uh, plot. Um, mm. It really feels like he's going to win the TNT title. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it kind of feels like, what was the point of any of this if he's not winning the TNT title? I'm not going to discount the notion, quite frankly, that he signed that new deal with this kind of pitch to him. Um, that was November. So, no, that was, fuck, that was like September. It can't have been. Um, I don't know. Because it's they've, they've got this plot going on for a while, is my point. So it does kind of feel like it's been something that's been intended. We're going to put Bill on Scorpio. We're gonna put, you know, so that's where we're going. I may be completely wrong. The follow-up to that will be fucking hilarious if so. But um, Dan Lambert was pretty good here from what I saw. This is when my internet dropped out, so I missed, like, the next five minutes of the show. Um, guys, anything on this this direction? Scoop? No. I was mostly amused that Tony Khan t- basically tweeted out Dan Lambert's promo before the show for some reason. Yeah. He knew um, I was going to lose my internet connection. Fair. Yeah. Did you see where I... Uh, where I tweet asked where the Paige Van Zant graphic was, and then he immediately answered me within like three seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, this was fine. I hope Scorp wins. Um, although it's all very weird because it's like, okay, either we've done all this build for Scorpio Sky to win the TNT title. And then either immediately lose it, or we're once again going to do the face of the revolution ladder match and have that person not win the belt after they won the ladder match, or Scorp's just going to lose <laughs> lose the match to begin with. Like it's all very it's laid out very very weird. Yeah, and the build is so weird because you could argue that that they've built it too much for Scorp to lose, but you could equally argue that he is completely unprepared to be TNT champ because he's not been yeah. on TV enough. So like, that is right. a fascinating position. They find themselves in there. I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting for sure. Bob Oracle, anything on this uh, Scorpio Sky development? No, not really. I just, I do agree that it's going to be kind of dumb if he doesn't win. Yeah. Oracle? Mm. There. Yeah, this, 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 this thing is... Um, I don't know. Like it's it's when you don't have him out there wrestling and stuff. I mean, what's what's gonna? I mean, where's the heat gonna be? Yeah, I do worry about yeah. it. I gotta admit, Here's I really like the guy. I, I'm oh, concerned I a little bit about the rain. I'm concerned. I have to admit. Do you think all this weird layout we have coming? Could have anything to do with why Sammy still has two belts. So they're going to do something weird and convoluted here. Maybe. Maybe. I actually think. I do think there is a chance that Scorpio loses and it's a men of the year split angle, what they go with. Hmm. 
I could see that too, but then that has the problem of like, well, Ethan's wrestled on TV, but he's lost every time. So it's like, it's, it's just a weird, I don't know. I I honestly don't know what the, uh, I don't know what the end game is and there's nothing wrong with that, right? We'll, we'll talk about it as it happens, but I, I will be totally honest. I like the guy a lot, but like that TNT title run is going to be a test of kind of how they've, how they've set this up, you know, because a lot of those baby faces, that he probably needs to be to make that rain matter. I don't think Tony's going to be rushing to have Scorpio beat them. So it'll be interesting. I don't know. Um, all right. Paige Van Zandt. Shoot, I'll go straight to you on this. Can I be excited? Paige Van Zandt is signing with the All Elite Fleet. Yeah, it sounds like that's going to happen on Sunday. I have no idea what she's going to do. I have no ideas for who her first feud is going to be. I'm just very happy that this is happening. I hope she ends up being very good. That's going to be an interesting process to follow. Mm -hmm. um, I think we've all talked about that she seems like she gets it, um, which is obviously a big first step to begin with for sure. coming from that kind of background. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. It'll be really fun to watch her progress and see how much they use her, whether she's going to be like a full time. Because I think she's still got her contract with the. Yeah, that feels like a like kind of Hager-esque deal at this point, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, if she ends up being good, like the chat just said, she's going to be a huge deal for them. Um, I think her star power is probably not as strong as maybe some people think it is, but she's still pretty right. well known. Um, yeah. It'd still be a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's definitely one, though, where you'll have to, like, you're going to have to do a lot of the work to make her a big deal, which doesn't mean you, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, it's, yeah, I mean, as you said, it's not a case of, like, we have a celebrity Ronda Rousey, for example, right, where yeah. the second she comes in, it's a massive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she yeah. isn't. I mean, she is known, like. Mm -hmm. To the MMA, I think to... I don't. I don't know what, how I could equate it though. Does that make sense? Like it's really like she's. If you watch MMA, you know who she is. The hard, like true, like the true hardcore MMA fans probably don't take her very seriously though, right? Because no, lost. but that's you know, as you yeah. know, like, I'm, but they're I'm, not going to watch anyway. Exactly. So. Right. <laughs> she had like I think the bigger thing with her is there's a story to tell with her, and like she's been featured on big platforms as a UFC fighter. That, so it's more a case of there's a vehicle to make her a big star, right? Yeah. Um, Factual. We'll leave with that, that in mind, Oracle, your thoughts? Uh, oh God, is that a Clippers shirt? I agree shirt? wholeheartedly with Cody. Is that a Clippers shirt? Oracle? No, it's Chris Hero's Clippers shirt. Oh, there you, oh, go. <laughs> there you go. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Okay, no Sorry about um, <laughs> uh, Sorry, I was thinking about Paige Van Zandt's Instagram. Um, but uh, yeah, she's she's already super charismatic. Um, yeah, you know, it's we obviously have no clue how she would be in the ring yet. Um, I'm sticking, you know. Red Velvet could be a good first opponent. Um, I'm trying to think of others. You know, it's it's. I don't know. 
She has That's... 3 million Instagram followers. Mm. Dr. Britt Baker DMD has 381,000. It's probably a big deal. Mm. Yeah. Um, Bob? Ring of Honor has 390,000 followers. More than Brit? <laughs> Justice. Bob? Yeah, I hope she's good. You know, um, I, I do think she has the makings to uh, be a star. You know, just a matter if she can put it together in the ring. And I'm interested in seeing how they use her, too. I will say, and I, this is not necessarily about her, because I, I think her schedule will be different, just obviously. Just because you book her differently, right? Like she's not going to just be another woman on the roster. Mm-hmm. However, they've added like a, a strong amount of female talent as of late. And they're going to add a couple more, I think. We all agree probably in the couple next couple months. They probably need to anyway. they probably need to find a vehicle to like ramp up the competitive matches on that side of things, you know? Like the one thing I, I don't mind the Serena Deep segments. I know it's become like a bit how much you hate them shoot, but like the one thing I totally agree with Jay Shell on about that is like you've got too many contracted women to make that the women's match on a show, man. Like it's you know, the last couple of rampages. I think that's something they need to figure out. I don't think that affects that affects Paige very much. Because she's gonna be a different case, but like, you know, we because re- it could just be as simple as making dark better, right? Like dark elevation main event could absolutely be red velvet versus, you know, um Penelope. You know, like this 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 thing you can easily do. Did you see what they taped for Elevation? I think it's for Elevation. I did not. Uh, Chris Statlander versus uh, Emi Sakura. They, that's a perfect example, right? Like, If that gets some time, that's going to be real good. I hope they yeah. get at least like seven minutes. And then like if you get – if each woman gets an actual competitive match on their, under their belt for each month at least, it's like it makes it less of a big deal when, you know, they, they – we talk about this for shoot. Like it's a, it isn't a good thing when someone's seven-minute match on TV feels like a fucking – you know, title pay per view match because they haven't had any matches like that in a long time. Right. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, I missed the first bit of this. My internet cut out, but JD Drake and Keithley looked very fun. Um, dude, you guys were in the ad break. JD chopped the fuck out of Keithley, man. Like, I mean, it sounded like a gun went off. It was that loud. Big Keith was just sort of walking around, just slapping him and shit and throwing him around. It looked fucking awesome. Why? Sorry, I didn't go back and see the start, but. This looked like it was really well done. I think Shoot and I, and I'm assuming Oracle was probably on board, Bob, maybe even you too. Like, I think it pops us the way that Keith's working so far in AEW through two matches. He's like an actual big man. I'm going to get into this later. JD Drake is the first guy on my list of a dude that hasn't really got a role in AEW that he, that's to his standard. He's the guy you reward with on a, con- a contract for the new territory you just bought. He is the perfect example of what I'd like this Ring of Honor thing to be. You know, him and Anthony Henry can be the top heel team in Ring of Honor. We get it in AEW. It is what it is. But, like, that's what I'd like to see. JD is damn good. And um, there's a role for him somewhere. So, that was worth saying. But, anyway, I didn't see the whole match. Shoot, how was it? I loved it. Um, I think I've talked – I'm sure I've talked about this at this point. I was not the biggest Keith Lee fan before he came in. Um, I didn't think he was bad or anything, but I big men working the style he was working was not is yeah. not my thing. Um, I've loved him so far in these two AEW matches. He's working like a big man. He's doing power spots. He's not doing a bunch of horse shit he doesn't need to do. 
Um, and I mean, again, if you're into that, that's fine. It just doesn't do it. Like I, I want to, I, I don't need to see the big guys work like the little guys. Like I want to see the mm. big guys work like big guys so that it, so that there's some difference. Um, this was awesome. And JD Drake's great. Um, again, he's one of those guys where I don't, you know, his ceiling in an AEW is not that high. Right. But he's still a great dude to have on the roster. Um, yeah, this ruled. I'm very high on Keith Lee right now. I, I don't know if this, if he's working this way because they told him to, or this is a choice they do of his, or if he's got physical limitations. Right. I don't know what, you know, you know, if, if six months from now he's going to be back to working the way he used to work and I'm not going to be as high on him anymore, it's possible. But right now, mm-hmm. fucking rules. You know, I agree. I, I want to quickly, um, you know, you mentioned about the ceiling. I think you and I have talked before about we think the work horseman could be like an underneath heel team in AEW, yeah. right? But like, we'll get into this later. He's definitely a guy that like... There's more to him than that even, but I don't think AEW is the place to find it. So it sure would be nice to have another place that's a little bit more niche, yeah. you know, a little bit more kind of gritty. Like it's not, look, it's not, let's be honest. When you're doing a television product like AEW is, there are guys you're going to prioritize over JD Drake. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? But I hope he gets rewarded in some form or fashion because he is damn good. Oracle, your thoughts on this match? It was good. It was good. I liked it a good deal. Um, I agree with shoot on the comments on how Lee wrestles. Um, Joe said it in the chat and he's right. Keith's going to hit those big spots in the line, and that's fine. That's fine. It's a big match. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's different. Three, whatever, that, that's fine. Sure. That's cool. I get it. But when you do it every match, it's yeah. annoying. Um, so, but yeah, he's, he's, and, and, and here's the thing. I actually want him to hit some of those spots in the ladder match. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, um, but you just, uh, <clears throat> especially when he's in there working with JD Drake, no business going out there and doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, Spanish flies and shit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, this, this, this was, this was good. JD's great. Um, he was also a part of one of the funniest moments in the history of live wrestling that shoot and I were, li- uh, were, were, yeah. were there for, yeah, um, about this. <laughs> So yeah, he he rules. He's the man, Bobby. Your folks. Yeah, I don't have too much to add other than uh, what Shooting Oracle said. You know, I I like that you guys uh, are on the same page with me. How he's working. Um, it's cool to see him be more of a big man. I do hope that he busts out some of the other stuff in the ladder match. But yeah, just you know, do it in the big matches, but you don't have to do it every time. And that's Absolutely. that's really the trap he's fallen into. And I'm glad that for whatever reason he hasn't done that so far. CM Punk promo, um, the finishing touches on, I think, pretty, in my view anyway, I think it's now pretty clear this is the best feud they've ever done. I think Wednesday's angle is the best angle they've probably shot on TV. And if you need a little bit more, Punk gave you this fucking incredible promo covered in blood. And this is kind of pro wrestling that works any era with, you know, any crowd, like it's simple. But there is some depth to it. There's actually some nuance to it, which I appreciate. But it's core ingredients. That's pro wrestling, right? It's as easy as that when you have guys that know what they're doing. Great fucking promo. Bob, your thoughts? Yeah, it was great. It was really kind of hammered home. And I 
think uh, my hype's kind of as high as it can get for that match already. Yeah. But, like, you know, that uh, did a good job really selling it and uh, can't wait, man. It sure feels like the main event, right? Like, all bits aside, this feels yeah. like the match on this show. And that's saying something because it's a hell of a lineup. Um, Oracle, what did mm. you think, pal? You got a punk doing it again. Yeah, this was great, man. Uh, great, great promo. Um, all positive talk right now because I, I I don't have a negative thing to say about it, but I will bring up some some uh, opposite takes that I that I've read on the internet about the program, and and, and we'll bring that up when we discuss. Yeah, I have because you know me, I always like to bring out everything and, and we and, and discuss it. But for me, I'm emotionally invested in you know as close as I can be because it's punk and. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I've I've been convinced of wanting to see Punk beat the shit out of MJF, and make him bleed, which is what the goal of the whole feud is. So, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. I, this was 100 uh, percent a plus. Play the skip clip. <laughs> Hang on one second. I want to give love to my pal Jordan on Twitter. I'll just put the thing in the in the chat. Um, he did a video package or like a hype video for this match with Kanye West "Runaway" as the as the song. And it is fucking incredible. It's like one minute 20. Go watch it. All-time great track. All-time great program. It'll pop you, I promise. So, Oracle, do like the last few words of your sentence again. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was 100% amazing. Perfect. Uh, Can't get any better than this. I'm mostly invested. It's all that matters. They sold Mm -hmm. me on it. Play the skip clip. Facts, all caps with three exclamation points, and then 100 in red, as in keep it 100. You know what you should do? I should have I done that Wait, afterwards. Wait, that is a great part. And shoot, I'm glad you didn't clip that. The closing sort of yeah. re- recalibrates before the next part, right? <laughs> I sent shoot a text that was like my breakdown of the funniest parts in that video. I laughed so hard. He, he sent was, me like a literal list of like eight things. Eight <laughs> things I had. It's like a six-second video, and it's like, there's so much art in that video, you know? The best 100, the 100 in red, and he does like this thing with his hand. Yeah. Oh my fucking God, that's funny. 100, I said, there was a, honestly, I think it was Tuesday, Bob was bummed out about baseball and the Fiendess and all this stuff was going on in Bob. And bless, bless his heart, I was such a shitty friend because everything he messaged me, I'd reply 100 in red. <laughs> <laughs> it was a scene, man. I'm telling you. It was anyway, great. Um, Bob, have I have I gone to you on this? I have gone to everyone on this. One. I, yeah. shoot, I haven't gone to you. Shoot, no, you have Shoot, yeah. go ahead. Um, as simply to put it as possible, and without making it sound like an insult that it could be, CM Punk's back. Oh my God, like that's the full. You know, and I don't mean to make it sound like he hasn't been, you know, but this was like the full realization that he's 100% CM Punk again in every way, shape, and form. Mm-hmm. I am not too proud to say that it literally brought close to a tear to my eye, this promo, because I was just so happy to see this promo from this man again. I'm sure Oracle can kind of relate to what I'm talking about here. Like, not that he hasn't been great and doing great promos and doing great things, but this, this is what we've been waiting for. That simple. 
I can't it's wait for I cannot wait for this match on Sunday. Mm. It sure feels like Punk is in in a lot of ways really cementing his legacy with this run. I think we're now six months in, right? I think Punk, what he'd done in wrestling and, and all that good stuff, I think there was a lot, you know, of weight to that anyway. I don't think he needed to come back to be remembered by any means, but like there were some dudes, man, that kind of questioned how he would hang, you know, and like if he was around now, when he was WWE top guy, there was no indie guy, like that whole thing. That was a that was a conversation a couple of years ago. And it sure feels like Punk has, has swiftly erased any of those doubts, right? I mean, he feels like he honestly feels like one of the top guys in the industry right now, let alone considering the circumstances. So, yeah, yeah he's the he's the man. He's um, he's he, been uh, spectacular. If they turn him heel and they keep that belt on Hangman, yeah, the potential for what could happen there, like the TV we could get if they do it right. Mm-hmm. I still think that AEW's like ceiling, like its max possibility is a television show built around Hill Champion CM Punk. And like not full, like not what Jericho was in early 2020. That was like too WWE for me, but kind of something close to it, you know, where he's on consistently and he's cutting yeah. in ring prone. Like I kind of think that's like the max potential of AEW in the next couple of years. Now, obviously, the important thing is you got you got to conclude that with your ace standing tall. So you need to get Hangman back and you know back on top at the end of that. But like, yeah, I think um, I think it's you know that's going to be a huge deal when that happens. Punk Moxley is a huge match. I think this is interesting to me. I always <laughs> thought Danielson AJ was Brett Sean. I think the one. Like, I get the point, but the issue is, like, Brett, Sean, there was, like, built-in reasons you had to pick between the two. And there's not... with Punk and AJ, maybe. Because when they get old, they might actually say what they really think about each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd love to know when that happened, that whole deal. Yeah, you watch, like, the, If you watch the shoot with... You know when Punk's with Joe? There's this line Punk has when AJ comes up, where he's like... He goes, you know, he's the same with the other guys, man. Great guy. He's like, you know, well, part of the fun of this is we have different beliefs and we come from different places, but we're all wrestlers, right? And, like, he definitely changed his mind on that, <laughs> that part of the equation at some point, which fair, I get it, but that will be interesting if at some point AJ does a fed dog and, like, fucking slams him and we get the whole we get the whole, the whole deal. Bob will have to go on the ringer and talk about it. Meech is incredible, isn't he? Look at him. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Uh, I know what side Bob would take in that debate. This is problematic. Oh, wow. I I can't believe he said that. Nice. Despicable. I don't think I expect Bob to say. No one in the chat. Jade Cargo, this segment is very funny. Um, All of it was funny. This being a thing in the contract is funny. The way Anna Jay walked into the scene was funny. Ty Conti's kick was funny. Jade's bump was funny. And then Ty going over and saying, you got 48 hours, bitch, or whatever she said, popped me tremendously. Less than 48 um, hours. There you go. Important um, point there. And then and then Jade said that fucking bitch. Yeah, yeah exactly. So does that mean Tony's con- like he's committed to it being in the first two hours of the pay-per-view? Because if it isn't, I feel like they're going to be in danger of it being 
beyond 48 hours, right? Fair. Mm-hmm. Just thinking it through. I mean, I hope Mark has that in mind. Um, this is funny as you guys is to me. Anna J popped me so fucking much in this segment. The way she like walked in was just, I don't know. There's something funny. In, didn't she? She, 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 there's something funny about her, man. She's a little awkward. Like someone said, yeah, like Cody said, she's a little yeah. awkward. Yeah. It's, it's kind of in an endearing way, but she's yes. she's, she's awkward. And she does that face, too, that we always yeah. talk about, right? She couldn't do that here because it didn't make sense. She just kind of stood there. Bob, your thoughts on Anna Jay? I think she's very good. It was very funny how she walked in. Um, yeah, the segment was good. I mean, it, uh, okay. yeah, it uh, got the job done. Um, it was entertaining. It sold me on the match. Uh, checked all the boxes. Mark Sterling oh, being a dumbass. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's good. They, they they need to do that more. They haven't done that enough. No. He's kind of just like a guy. They should make it that he's that I think the way they should go with it is that he's like incredibly incompetent. Yeah. He takes such a little cut of Jade's money that she just accepts it. He's like, well, I'll beat him up anyway. Who cares? Right. Like he, they should make it part of the angle that he takes like one percent of her pay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be all. Um yeah, I think this match has got like this may have the most range between ceiling and floor. Yes. Because there's a world in which this match fucking sucks. When we, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, it is what it is. All it takes is for Ty to kick Jade in the face in a certain way, and Jade's going to get pissed off probably and beat the shit out of Ty, or Ty's going to beat the shit out of her. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And it's going to pop us, but Dave's going to write, you know, minus, minus star or whatever. Um, my point being, yeah, Ty would probably win that fight, right? She's like a judoka and shit. Probably. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't like to I don't like when people ask me who would win the match. You don't real. you get mad. You <laughs> know. I, I, I went like I started assuming and I was like, actually, no. Um there's a chance it falls apart. There's a chance that it's perfectly produced and is like a fucking epic pay-per-view sprint where they just throw bombs for six minutes. I hope Oracle. So. Mm-hmm. Should we get into uh, we'll get into this later, but just in in one word, Oracle. Which one do you think is more likely? Or not one word, but in, you know, which one do you think is more likely? It falls apart or it fucking rules? <laughs> fucking rules. There you go. Oh, hell. All right. Speaking of such, Serena Deeb was out next. Um, fucking rules. She, <laughs> she beat Layla Gray. Shoot. I like Layla Gray. Are you getting like, actively hot at this? I tweeted nap time when her music hit. Huh. I just don't care. That's fair. But this at least did something, right? Yeah, oh, I popped huge when uh let's uh let's get to that because there's nothing to say about these, let's be honest. They're not they're not really done with any kind of flair or spice much, you know, like is what it is, right? Layla was the first one smart enough to actually try to stall. So props to her for yeah. that. But Christian Cage was so mad. Got like ten minutes, you know. The yeah. Fuck. I haven't wrestled in two years. Anyway, um, Sheeta came out. Sheeta's theme is fucking awesome, man. Sheeta fucking rules, man. She yeah. does, but like that theme, yeah. That like that sort of calming moment after the initial. Um, I don't know how to describe this, but it fucking pops me. And she was great here. She had great fire. She kicked the shit out of Serena. And uh, Chris Jericho said something that popped me. I've forgotten. And um, yeah, man, they get this match again, which I ain't got a problem with. I mean, it's you know. They have good chemistry. I think it's kind of weird the way they've they've like done the program. It's been kind of weird, right? Like 
they're like built to a rubber match and then they've done this after. But it's fine. It's a program. I ain't got a problem with it. Uh, Bobby, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, the match was what it was, but Sheeta coming back was cool and she was like just beating the shit out of her with the kendo stick. It was awesome. Yes, she was. <laughs> um, shoot. Anything about Sheeta? Sheeta's maybe the best dressed wrestler there is. Like, that wow. pantsuit look she does is tremendous. I'm not even like doing the cowboy hat uh, gimmick or anything she looks here. Cool. Like, yeah, she just looks cool. Um, yeah. And God, yeah, she was laying those in there, man. Um, and then her just looking at the camera and saying, "I'm back." She fucking rules, man. At she's some like, she's point, legitimately one of probably my top five favorite people in this company. At some point in 2022, really, folks, mark this down. A picture or GIF of Hikaru Shida is going to make its way to a certain section of Twitter that does not watch professional wrestling. And they're going to do those tweets they do about the legit boss, Sasha Banks, where they go, why do I not watch professional wrestling? And then Bob's going to quote tweet every single one of them with, please tune into AEW Dynamite on TBS, 8 p.m. Eastern time, with a cowboy hat at the end of it. <laughs> Oracle Sheeta's back. She is. Very attractive lady. Um <laughs> Oh my God! Okay. I, don't, I don't care, man. She's uh, very, very good wrestler. Uh, it ruled. She beat the shit out of, of uh, D with the cane. Laid it in. Um, it was it was great. It was great. I, I'm I'm uh, you know, I think their 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 match will be great again. I, I think hopefully it'll be the rubber match. I, I've enjoyed the feud, but I think it's probably time to. Give Sheeta that win and, and move on to something else. Yeah, but I, but I do think their uh, their 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 feud ender should be excellent. Double or nothing will be Jade and Sheeta. Okay, Ooh. I like that. Okay, so yes, this, this message came in at midnight on the dot, and even though we'd already addressed it, we'll address it again. Um, we did see that Kevin Koo won the action title tonight. We do congratulate him for that. Um. We expect at any moment he will tweet out the thank you to the late night grin for boosting his profile this week and making that title win possible. Um, I'm very happy for him. He's still not better than Kevin Von Eric. I don't like the way to you. And the thing is, I want to be clear um, to Papa Hales. There's no way. And Oracle can back me up on this. There's no way that he doesn't agree with me that Kevin Von Eric is better than Kevin Koo. No way he doesn't agree with me. I'll, I'll be honest. We're friends. So I'm on your side of this argument. I did not appreciate the way that you dismissed the exposure of MLW Fusion. Um, I don't know. There is. is no there is no profile to be boosted, brother. <laughs> don't <Okay. know> <laughs> All right. Eddie Kingston did interview with Tony Schiavone that bordered on um, uh, insane. Uh, would have probably, if I was at the pencil, I would have said, well, you know, maybe have another go at that one, Ed. Um, but I do, I, one of my favorite character points is Eddie Kingston's like, him being the, one of the best promos in the promotion, but not liking doing promos as a wrestling character pops me tremendously. Because he is 100% like, if he was a prize fighter, he'd be that guy, right? Like, why am I at this press conference, man? Let me just fight him. Yeah, I love that King doesn't think it's a big deal. He's wrestling Jericho. That's important. 
Uh, as for the promo itself, I mean, there's some stuff I would have probably taken out of it. Um, and there's not too much I would have kept in it. But it's Kingston. He's entertaining, right? He's doing his, his thing. Um, shoot, what do you think? I liked it. Um, the the insider term stuff is yeah kind of weird. I get what Eddie's going for, but you're just kind of pointing it out even more. <laughs> Made it more of it. I wonder if that's a thing of like, it's more obvious to us, but it's less obvious to... That's I'm intrigued, possible. you know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know either. I, but I had the exact same thought you did, Carol. Um, I actually agree with Dukes here, and I'm kind of mad that this picture didn't get tweeted out now of Tony and King eating, I think it was peanut butter pie. They definitely should have tweeted a picture of them. Um, but, yeah, this was fun. King rules. I think he also, like, and I, I don't know, right? We're not friends or anything, but I do get the sense that he's aware that for You're a not while, friends with Eddie Kingston? I'm not friends with any <laughs> professional wrestler, brother. I ain't that fucking dumb. Um, uh, I think he's aware that, like, you can't – not all of your promos can be the, like, almost in tears, blood and guts, oh, my God, I need to win this match, otherwise, my, you know – like, like, at some point, it's probably necessary that he just treats this match as I'm going to kick the shit out of Chris Jericho. Like, yeah. it probably matters. I will say, they've kind of, the way they've built this makes me feel like our initial prediction with a finish may not be the case, I have to say. I was very interested by the betting odds, too, which we'll get into. I haven't seen those. Bobby, what do you think? Yeah, it was great, man. You know, uh, big Kingston fan. Even, like you said, the stuff he was saying was whatever. Just the way he delivers it, just yeah, the presence he has is just... Yeah. It's unlike, I think, anyone else in wrestling, and that's very cool. It's very Dusty Rhodes, to be totally honest. Because mm. Dusty, you talk about a guy that lacked content. He's <laughs> on <Some laughs> the Dusty shit, because he was cutting him on every week on TV. Like, you know, just... But I, I just love, the thing that does pop me about the insider stuff is, like, I love the way that Chris is fueling it. Like... The way that Chris's trademark was sports entertainer fucking rules. That was so funny. Yeah. He's now, this feud is actually really, uh, the one thing I'll say is, I think the last week they probably could have like punched it home a little bit harder, but I thought both guys cut good promos. So I don't, I don't really have, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, um, I'm glad I didn't do an in-ring segment again. So I'll take this instead. Yeah. I, I, do you see what I asked for on Twitter? Peak Joe Holbert tweet I sent on Tuesday night. I said, I want Eddie Kingston to wrestle on TV this week, and I will accept Jake Hager. <laughs> what do you think King could get out of Jake Hager? Three and a quarter? Yeah, probably. Hmm? He would just sell the whole time, though, which could be good or bad, depending on who you ask. Fair, yeah. That would be the kind of match we get a message from Oracle. This fucking ruled. <laughs> <laughs> Oracle, hmm. thoughts on the, the grave of Fabe being pissed upon? That popped me. Um, for a second, I was like, "Don't say kayfabe on TV." But then I remember it was Eddie Kingston, and he was yeah. just pointing out the fact that it's stupid to piss on the grave of kayfabe, and it popped me huge. Your thoughts on the gentleman at four one one Mania saying that Serena Deeb won the match between Ethan Page and Christian Cage? <laughs> um, I guess she's in the ladder match. Let me tell you something now. Let me tell you something. Totally, I'm gonna be totally transparent. Tomorrow could be a great day, or it could be a terrible day. I will text shoot at some point my decision based on what this action figure looks like. As of late, AEW's results have been terrifying in that regard. 
Dax Harwood looks like the machine gun Carl Anderson. There's a non-zero chance that the picture of the Eddie Kingston action figure is your profile picture in my phone <laughs> by the end of tomorrow. <laughs> Factual. <laughs> I am gonna be honest. A couple, you know, if you'd asked me six months ago, I was more confident. I'm at this point, I'm very, very low on confidence. I'm gonna buy it regardless because it's Eddie Kingston. I'm probably gonna do a video in in a toy store where I I smash a John Cena action figure and instead collect Eddie Kingston one. Um, Will that be a Patreon me. exclusive? Uh, yeah, because if I ain't have a tweet yet, I'll probably get Bob's, you know, yeah, Bob's guys on me. Um, yeah, don't, don't fuck it up, guys. I mean, it's a bit late to tell them that now, right? Because they probably made it. Dude, we're going to get Ring of Honor figures. Did you see he tweeted that? The, the guy was like, at Ring, he added Ring of Honor, like, things are exciting, you know, the figure guy. I didn't even see that now. Do you remember he did that really weird tweet about Sammy and Ty? Yeah. No. Shoot. Shoot, <laughs> was that a real answer or not? I don't remember. <laughs> it was like for Valentine's. It's really Bob trying to explain it. Yeah, he uh, like put his Sammy and Ty figures like dancing. Oh, with that's each other. right. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. Not about that, I really wanted to quote to that with and I just didn't. I didn't think it was. <laughs> um, if we get the Chase Eddie figure, it should be the. Uh, it should be the Masawa gear, right? Has to be, and then like Saturn and all those guys can dunk on it. Chances the King figure looks more like Joe Holbert than King. High. Very high. Yeah, very high. Um, I didn't say that they finally tweeted something from the Ring of Honor account. Yeah, they did. That was last night, too. That's what yeah. I get for going to bed early again. I, tw- I quote tweeted it with, no way. And then Luther quote tweeted me with, yes way. <laughs> <laughs> which I think means that Luther thought I didn't actually know, which fucking rules. So <laughs> logged on, like, holy shit. <laughs> Luther should be Ring of Honor to world champion. You seen the shape he's in these days? Don't put me in that position, shape. That would fucking rule. Christian Cage is fucking awesome. He had an ECW 2008 match with Ethan Page that was for the Oracle of Wrestling exclusively. Uh, his timing is unlike any other. Very simple match. Very straightforward TV match. Structure was, was you know, very traditional. And I thought it was damn good and a nice way to cap off a great episode of Rampage. Probably the best one in some time, I would say. Um, shoot, what do you think? All Ego and Christian Cage. Christian Cage is very good. I like yeah. Ethan Page. He's, I'm coming around on him. Um, yeah, this was good. I mean, Christian... <laughs> Christian is so good that you get tired of saying how good he is. Yeah. Like this was exactly what you expected it to be. The man hasn't wrestled in six months and it was exactly what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. So was, smooth. man. Yes. A very good professional wrestler. And the thing is he's so smooth, but he's also, you know, some guys are so smooth that it makes it not look real. Well, he sells. Yeah. So. He's not like, he's so, like, he yeah. is, Probably one of the top five wrestlers of his generation, and he's never going to get credited as that. Like, yeah, I think mm-hmm. in terms of like his skill set, yeah, I would agree. Because obviously, there's certain intangibles, right? Like you meant you talking about Kevin Von Erich earlier. Part of what makes him awesome is that he doesn't have those fundamentals at yeah. all, and he's just like a. So he's hard with wrestling, but in terms of just skilled in ring guys in the American scene, he's been great. Now for actually, a very long time. 
That's actually a pretty interesting comparison. Not with their in-ring style because they're very different. But oh, in terms of how they're perceived. Perceived and how they'll probably be looked at mm-hmm. historically. I think Christian will... I think some of the other elements that Paul came down in that sense won't be there for Christian. I think the more that his peers put him over, the more it will kind of be hammered into people's heads that he was great. I hope anyway. So Hopefully, yeah. Oracle, this felt like something you'd enjoy, just a nice TV match, you know? What did you think? It was excellent. Uh, you know, I think the last time we saw Christian was what, maybe the week after uh, Full Gear? About four months? Roughly? I, th- I think he did... Did they do like am I imagining this or FTR pinned him in like a ten man tag? That's right. Maybe winner's coming around that time. Yeah. But I, but singles match, I think it's his first one since since all out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um this was yeah, this is this was great. Um Ethan Page is a, is a very good wrestler too. Um mm-hmm. he looked good. Christian is 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 excellent at counter wrestling and, and putting sequences together and he puts his matches together so well. He's very smart. One of the smartest wrestlers of the last twenty years, in terms of putting in, you know, putting a match together, structuring it, pacing it, um, you know, incorporating selling into it, um, finding finding uh, new, inventive but believable ways of 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 you know, uh, finishing a match. Um, yeah. This was this was this was really good. Uh, you could tell they had to work at a fast pace because they run out of time. Yeah, but it's Christian and and Paige is, is a veteran now, I think, and and you know they they were able to they were able to get you know get everything in, have an exciting, fun eight nine minute match, and 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 you know they yeah. they hit it. Good stuff. I really, I have to say, I, I talked earlier about my. Um... You know, I think the ceiling for AEW, the highest thing they can do is Punk as a heel champ. On a much less commercial level, but on a critical level, one of the biggest things I want this year is when the heel turn happens, I want bi-weekly Christian matches. Yeah. When you look at the faces they have, the matches are going to be a lot more dynamic, quite frankly, than him as as, as the baby face. Now, I actually prefer Christian in ring as a baby face. I do too, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm intrigued on your tennis oracle, I mean, if you look at the dance partners that are available when Christian turns... I think there's going to unlock some TV stuff that could be quite spectacular. Right. I think he's a much better character as a heel, though. Yes. Promo and, like, goof. And, like, I think he's way better as a heel as a character. I mean, his in-ring work is incredible as a babyface. Yes, it is. I think he's great as a heel, too. But I think he's – I don't think he's an elite worker as a heel. Yeah, he's elite as a babyface, right? Yeah. Is that – would you say that's as simple as – and I I genuinely don't know. You've watched a lot more than me. Would you – my read on that would be that – I don't know how compelling he is in control of an extended heat, but I know how good he is underneath of that heat, mm-hmm. you know, when he's selling. Yeah, yeah. However, I will say, just look at tonight's show, okay? The two baby faces in the opening match. Imagine Christian working with them, yeah. you know? When you look at even him working Keith Lee and being a stooge, him working with King, like, there's an awful lot to be said for, for Christian just wrestling, man. I, I, I just want to maximise this last couple of years of his career. I will say, I wonder if this was like, I kind of don't know if this was the plan, to be totally transparent. Like, I think if, if Christian was penciled in for this show on Sunday, I don't think you'd have had him wrestle the Friday before. I kind of think something's changed with this ladder match. Very possible, yeah. Do you not think it, there's a sense of that? Like, I actually like the Dan Lambert explanation, but like, 
something just I don't know. There's just, I get the sense that someone was supposed to be there and something that can't be there, and it's you know not a big deal. I just or they just changed their mind. That's no, possible. They may have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it does. Like, I like could very I could very well see them that it was like the sixth man was going to be Swerve. And then they yeah. decided Swerve wasn't going to win the match, so they just took him out of it, which to me is the right call. Yep, good decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually think Christian might win this match. We'll get into that later. Mm. Uh, Bob, your thoughts on the Rampage main event? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, you know, Christian's been having these really solid TV matches for as long as I've been watching wrestling at this point, and uh, he's still so good. And I think, you know, we've we've kind of all talked about it. Just, you know, get him more singles matches, get him in there more, and it just it's a net positive for everybody. I also like when he's removed from Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. You can also use him as like an all-star tag guy every once in a while, mm-hmm. which I think would fuck. Like, could you imagine like him team with like Danielson just for a TV main event? I love those. Just you know those. This yeah, is I one love that. Thing that yeah, WWE abused this so much in the mid. Remember when SmackDown was the uh, there was no brand splits. It was just like the extra show. And, and every rolled, week, the, and it rolled, yeah, yeah, because you the in ring because every week a TV main event would basically be here are two feuds in a tag match. You don't do it that often. If you do it like once every six weeks with this roster, fuck man, it would be incredible, wouldn't it? Just to throw a graphic up every once in a while. Here they are, four top guys in a tag match. I don't know, that stuff pops me, but yeah, um, I agree. I was one of the best episodes of Rampage I've done in a while. Uh, probably the best in at least like a month, I would say. Really, really strong episode. Opener was one that people remember for a long time. So a home run in my book. Shoot, what do you think? Yeah, live changes everything, um, which is interesting too because I feel like – I still feel like that's coming. I still feel like they're going to – it's coming to where they're going to go live every week. And I tell you what, and we're not going to do this yet, but – and this literally just popped in my head. If you were going to do Ring of Honor as a brand, you sure could tape that before Rampage every week. Especially if it was more what you've described than what I have, right? Yeah. And, I have, and to be clear, when I say that, I think, you know, I've co-signed, like I'm on board with your idea too. I, but like if it's going to be the younger guys, kind of like a, prim, a premium dark, you could definitely do it then. Um, I, I would actually st- prefer them not do that because I would like the show to look different. But, yeah, that's what we'll get into this. Like, I, I kind of think, and this is just me, and we'll get into it in detail. I really think there's an opening to make this a thing. Yeah. And like, I kind of think it could change their game completely if they do it the way I, I envision it. But we'll talk about it later. The one thing I will say about the live element is like, it's kind of a self fulfilling prophecy because this was obviously, this was clearly a better lineup than they usually book, too. Like, the opening match was a big match for Rampage, you know? So, like, the energy of taped Rampage will never be as good as the energy of live Rampage. But I guess what I'm saying is you could also slightly, I think, up the quality of Rampage tape just by booking better matches. To me, anyway. Yeah. You know, like, if we get more Christian Cage matches on Rampage. I think can, it, I really so. do think it also gets hurt by being taped after Dynamite. But oh, you can't sure. tape it before Dynamite. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're damned if you do there. I wonder if you could in some ways. You could as long as you didn't set anything up. I mean, I mean, you still could do it, but that's just frustrating for a live crowd. It doesn't seem like something Tony would do. Yeah, no, you're right. Because because what they do right now is they play the 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 um they play the pre tapes between the main show and Rampage. 
It's like you know when they air for us, they don't air for the live crowd. Like they yeah, they air for them in between, mm. so that they have some context. So yeah, you probably can't. Plus it's a, uh, plus you then you don't have anywhere to tape elevation if you tape. Yeah. Unless you tape it after, which is even worse. That's like yeah. two hundred five live level stuff if you do that. Mm. Oh god, yeah, don't do that. Poor buddy will be out there. Um, Bob, what's on Rampage, buddy? It's great. Uh, yeah, no complaints. And really, you know, Dynamite and Rampage both, I think, just kind of the ideal go-home shows. You know, they touched on, I believe, every pay-per-view match uh, at least once between these two shows. And that's just what you got to yeah. do, man. It's just simple, easy stuff that gets people excited for the pay-per-view. This is definitely their strongest go-home week ever, right? Yes, it is. And I think this is now... This is probably, I think, made it impossible moving forward to question their process. Um, I think we've all talked about how kind of sometimes it takes some adjusting to that these pay-per-views don't feel like the end of arcs always. Sometimes they feel like they piece them together in the last month. However, I think we can all agree that as we sit here two days away, there's, the hype is higher for this thing. So I think their method is kind of, I think it works. It may not be exactly what you envision. It may not be, you know, traditional. It is worth noting also, of course, that like, you know, Punk and MJF, is, it, was, it started the week after the last pay-per-view. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, a balance is key, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, there's been a conversation, and I think the hype right now suggests that, quite frankly, I don't think it matters. They seem to have a roster to pull this off. Oracle thoughts on Rampage. Great show. Uh, you know, one of the better Rampages this year. Might have been the best one. Great great go-home week, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. For sure. Yeah, it feels like this weekend, and we're going to get into it here, but it sure feels like this weekend is an, an opportunity to kind of reiterate what this product can do on pay-per-view. Now, with that in mind... As requested... About, excuse me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm very excited. You are. Go ahead. Um, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> I was I was feeding to Joe. This is this is why the show is great because we all suck at this. Um, <clears throat> especially me. Okay. Oh, hold on. Wait, am I going? Yeah, we're gonna feed you. Wait, no, I thought I'm so confused. I thought you. All right, so so so, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go back to the breaking news. We're gonna feed the Joe. Joe's gonna start, and then and then and then I'll go in. Okay. Uh-huh. Feels like you could have just gone really, but I mean, go ahead, shoot. As requested by executive producer of the Oracle of Wrestling, breaking news: ramp- the Revolution. Fuck, do it again. <laughs> Hold on, I have a request from the chat.
Okay, here we go. As requested by the Oracle of Wrestling, breaking news graphic for the Revolution preview. Oracle, I sense you had something to say. <laughs> I do. <clears throat> I left <clears throat> the broadcast briefly. As requested by the Oracle of Wrestling, the breaking news graphic for the Revolution preview, Oracle, I sense that you had something to say. Indeed. Shortly after midnight, when I left this broadcast, I went to my Roku. I thought about Eric Redbeard. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go to the Bleacher Report live app. And I thought, it's time. There's an event this Sunday, (laughs) beginning with the buy-in at 7 p.m. Eastern time, via the Bleacher Report app in the United States or in select theaters across the country (laughs) or on the Fight TV app internationally. Or illegally, Bob, put your thumb up. Correct. Um, It is called AEW Revolution. I purchased this event at about 12.03 a.m. Eastern Time. Oh, my God! You've got to be kidding me! Holy Christ! Incredible go-home week, topped off by the return of Eric Redbeard, inspired me to order the event. And even though I would see his match on the buy-in, which is free anyways, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Still inspired me to do so. And with that, I think it is now time to do an in-depth, full review, or preview rather, Oh, we gotta start the whole thing over now. Oh no, 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 no! no. <laughs> if I have to say "Revolution Preview" again without fucking up, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> we 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 covered the you know the show a lot with uh, with J Shell on Monday and the and the uh, twelve hour uh, Grinathon, but we're gonna make our predictions tonight. We're gonna talk about the future prospects of each program and each match what we think may happen in the future, any surprises, any angles, any shifts in the landscape of professional mm. wrestling that may or may not occur this weekend. Mm. Full 12-match discussion and beyond. Oh I'm going to go to shoot, and I want his thoughts before we start, before we discuss. Well, we almost had to restart again. Before we discuss... 
<clears throat> the event as follows. Shoot, how excited are you about this event? Um, first of all, Bob, I sent you a DM. It's important. Check that. Okay. Um, second of all, um, very excited for AW Revolution, which is available on the Bleacher Report app. You're in the United States of America or at select movie theaters or fight TV internationally. Um, I believe this is probably the most excited I've been about an AEW pay-per-view since AEW started. You can hear the excitement level in my voice right now. Um, this is going to be, I don't know that it's going to end up being the best show they've ever done because that's a high bar. But I think going into it, it's easily the best built show. They're not leaning on any surprise to try to, you know, there may be one, but there's nothing that's been hinted at. Um, this is a strong, strong build, strong card. It's what professional wrestling is all about. Um, it's a pay-per-view that I'm looking forward to very much. I'm very much looking forward to going to the cinema, watching professional wrestling with, with other professional wrestling fans. Um, yeah. Bob, how excited are you to see this show through means that we will not <laughs> mention on air? Um, I'm very excited. Um, it should be a really good show. The uh, card is very strong. I also consider going to the cinema. I probably will not because it's Sunday night and it's also going to be raining, but I will probably. It won't rain um, in the cinema. It's going to be raining in the cinema. No, I, I don't want to drive back never in the dark never in the rain, though. I know, but, <laughs> you know. Um, but, no, I'll, uh, I do want to try that at some point because it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, no, it should be a really good show. What is it, my go now? Yeah. I was hoping Bob was going to throw it to me the way you threw it to Bob. We're just going to keep going around. Oh, yeah. do you want me to? So, yes, please go. Ahead. Hey, Joe, uh, what are your thoughts on Revolution coming up this weekend? Well, you never ask, Bobby. Um, I'm really excited. I have to say, and this is going to make me sound like a great big fucking hater, so hear me out. I agree with A, it's the best build. I agree with B, it's probably the best lineup. I am not quite as excited as the last two, which says more about the last two than this one. I will explain for why. All that had the mystique of what the funk, what the fuck punk's gonna look like in in there. It was there was a there was an aura to that. I think you can't. It's no one's fault. It was seeing punk come back to the ring. You know, funk punk. Have you ever seen that? I have. It's, it's good. Mm. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I I'm saw glad it. You enjoyed yeah, it. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I I think that at some point that those matches. I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm they glad you enjoyed I was, it. It's an incredible burial. I, I haven't seen all of them. I saw I saw, I saw one of them. I may be wrong. Years so ago. I, I trust your view of it better than mine. So you, you that's know, fine. I'll, I'll try. Um, that's the thing, right? I'm glad it happened. It's one of those deals. Um, I would say, in addition, that while I think it's true what Shoot said, it is a compliment to AEW. They have built this show without the surprise element. It doesn't change the fact that the the kind of looming Danielson factor was a big one for me all out. Full gear. I think this objectively is a better kind of, you know. I mean, all around better. However, Full Gear had Punk and, and King, which for me was like top of the table. So it's a little short with those two, but if you imagine those two as like a tens each, this is like a nine. So 
it doesn't really reflect poorly. But I agree with the general sentiment that it's the best build and the best lineup. So, yeah, I'm very, very excited. Very. Bob? Yep. If, in theory, you were going to go to the cinema to yeah. watch this show, how would you try to get the people around you to watch the late night grin? I mean, probably stand outside one of the Batman theaters. Be like, hey, you know, you're seeing this. That's really entertaining. It's a three-hour movie. What if I told you there's a four-hour show every week that'll be just as entertaining? And then, uh, yeah, I'd probably hand them a business card with our information on it and uh, hope they sign up. It's a much better answer, Bob. Much better than the one you gave me before. Remember that? <laughs> Remember when you was like, you know, oh, did you tell your friends about it? And we kind of oh, rolled yeah. away, didn't you? Uh, that was great. Yeah, I um, saw the Batman yesterday. I liked it quite a bit, actually. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I'm mostly I'm, impressed I'm that Bob cinema. decided not to pitch it to the wrestling fans in the theater with him watching the pay per view, and instead he doesn't like wrestling fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, which fair? I mean, that's you know, it's whatever. Um, I'm going to the cinema tomorrow, guys, for Godfather Two. Pop. Fucking dog's gonna see Batman. I'm gonna be sitting there on my own watching the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bob, would you do this? No, that's only for grocery stores. Which wrestler would you go with right now, Bob? Um, hmm, probably Eddie Kingston. He feels famous, <laughs> famous enough where you know they don't know about him already, but uh, you know, <laughs> a lot of people probably do. You're just gonna, you're just gonna stand in a grocery store and scream Eddie Kingston. Yeah. That fucking rules. Okay. Um, Oracle, back to yes. you. Uh, <clears throat> I will uh, run down the card match by match. How excited are you, though? Very excited. Oh, I'm, 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 yes. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, very you're excited. right. You did answer that because you talked about Redbeard. Excited. You did. Yeah. Yeah, I just um, told you you bought the show. Yeah. What else do you want from the man? <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. Carry on, Oracle. No, you're fine. Uh, that was sincere. That was a sincere fine right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, how sincere was that? You're fine, you know, like yeah. you can tell you know, the emphasis. It meant a lot to me. <clears throat> Bob, will you sing Eddie Kingston's theme? I will not. Oh, I, I, I can't do. I that. wish they'd buy him some music, man. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't fuck with that shit. That's bad. I just wish they'd buy him anything. Like I don't need him to buy a fucking you know park or I just get him get him saying that's not that, please. Anyway, <laughs> what if it was Baby Elephant Walk? Well, where it takes Oracle. At 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, March 6th. The AEW Revolution buy-in will begin. It'll be available on the Oracle, uh, do you know what Baby Elephant Walk is? Do you know that song? No. Okay. Um Bob, do Baby Elephant Walk. It's uh one that's like Yeah. That sounds awesome. King walking out to that would be incredible. I do know Baby Shark, Nate. Yeah, I know Baby Shark too. That would probably be uh, Make my wife mad. That that became a meme. That was a tradition at a camp that I grew up in and then later worked at. So, Anyway, the boy, go ahead, Oracle. Yes. Uh, buy-in will begin at 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, for AEW Revolution. It'll be available on YouTube for free as well as uh, whatever app or uh, 
means you get the <laughs> event. <clears throat> First match uh, that is noted on the Wikipedia page is Hook versus QT Marshall. Bob, your thoughts on Hook versus QT Marshall? I mean, I think Hook's going to win, but this is actually a really interesting spot because uh, he's been on one live rampage, I think, right? That's about it. So, you know, we haven't really gotten to see him in live settings too much, and I think QT's a really good guy for him to be working here too. Don't risk it. I agree, Bob. Bob Frett's one of us. Uh, shoot, are you excited for Hook against QT? Yeah, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to that one. I mean, it should be pretty quick. Um, we talked about this a little bit before, but Hook's got to beat him pretty soundly. Yeah. People aren't going to buy QT. Marshall is the first guy to be a real challenger to Hook. Um, so, yeah, about two minutes. From when he went 12 minutes with Sam Punk. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they're going to go some here. I'd say five. That's my guess. I think QT is the guy they trust to kind of, you know, to carry Hook a little bit deeper into things. Not that they think Hook sucks or anything. I think they're really confident, but they just, you know, he hasn't done it before, right? So QT is the guy you do that with. I think they'll go five. I'd imagine QT will cut him off with like an eye rake or some shit like that, you know, to get some heat. And then Hook makes come back and, and win, will be my guess. Oracle, what do you mm. think? Uh, Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Four to five minutes. Uh, I think uh, some folks will be taking uh, judo throws and such from Hook. Um, I think QT will put him over strongly. I think QT will get a little bit of heat. Um, Hook will look good, I think. I think it'll be a fun way to... uh, I'm not sure it'll open the first... Be, but it, I think it might be the middle. Middle. Uh, middle. Uh, it could actually, sure. it sure may not. go on last. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very well might because they know it's going to be short, so they don't want to be. Yep. And he's know, so over the time. You know, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the second matchup is this one's been building for quite some time. Um, we're finally going to get it here. It is. Legit, Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander. Uh, shoot, your thoughts, uh, your excitement level, so on and so forth about Layla Hirsch and Chris Statlander. I mean, they've kind of uh, cooled it off a little bit inadvertently or whatever by not having them on there for a while. Um, but I'm still pretty excited about the match. I like both of them a lot. Um, I know Joe is a very big believer in Layla Hirsch, as am I. Um, Chris Statlander is very good as well. Yep. This will be an interesting one to see who wins. Um, I mean, the instinct would say Chris is just going to beat her, but you could always have Layla win and, and extend this program. Um, this should be good, though. I hope they get some time. Guys, ready for my sports radio hot take? Hmm. This will be the best women's match on AEW Revolution 2022. I think we get eight I to ten. Eight to ten. The finish I think should be Layla winning via some form of 
of um, shenanigans. And I think these two women can pull off some sort of stipulation match here down the line. Um, whether it be a street fight, you know, I think I think the stuff they've said in promos, I think the blow off here should be something with, you know, violence and weaponry. I think the world of both women, I, I really think this is a perfect buy-in match. And I know that sounds like, that sounds insulting. But what I mean by that is it isn't a tag they've announced on the week of. It's a match they've actually been building to for a while. And, like, I get why it can't be on the main card because there's so many guys to get on. But, like, I think they deserve their spot on the card. And I, I, I'm i pretty confident, unless it's really short, I think it will be damn good. I really do. So that's where I'm at. Bob, what do you think? Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Like, you know, uh, I'm just really looking forward to it. I really enjoy both of them. Um, you know, I think Layla winning and continuing the feud would be perfectly fine with me. But, yeah, I, I just hope uh, it's just a good showing for both because I really do think both have high ceilings in the promotion. Yeah. Oracle, what about you? Yeah, I'm I'm leaning Layla to win here. Um, I'm I'm still kind of fifty fifty on it, but I think I'm leaning Layla. I think the match will be good. I'm I'm with you. I think it's the safest bet for 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 in ring quality of the three ladies matches um, as of right now. Um, yeah, this this should this should this should be excellent. Um, eight to ten, seven to nine sounds sounds just about right. Um, yeah, this this will this will this will be really good. I'm I'm. I'm excited for this one. Big X factor here. And I, and I say this, this is going to sound like I'm doing like an old man take, right? But I love Chrissy's personality and the way she's kind of playful and shit. With this build, you need to go out there and fight. You know, mm-hmm. she, she cut the yeah. promo that set the stage for that. So hopefully she's aware and the match is going to back it up. No more, no more. Yeah, this should start with a double leg takedown from later that Chris fucking stuffs and they go straight into it, you know, and, and it's yeah. a brawl. Um, and then you can settle down, obviously, after that. I don't want it to be a two-minute match, but you need to really capture a vibe here that by the end of it, everyone says, I need to see them to, you know, unlocked in, in some form or fashion. So um, I am looking forward to it quite a bit. I think it's, other than our guy Bud Matt, you know, I think it adds a lot of juice to the to the buy-in. So there you go. Speaking of Bud Matt, final mm-hmm. match announced for the pre-show, House of Blacks. Malachi Black, Birdie King, and Buddy Matthews, colloquially known as Bud Matt, versus the Death Triangles, Pack and Penta Oscuro. Uh, I did. I I did my best. Again, two years of Spanish. I tried. Honestly, did good. I would have just said Penta. To be honest, that was impressive. Um, and uh, the debuting Eric Redbeard, which of course inspired me to purchase the event. Um, <clears throat> I will revert back to you, Joe. I want your thoughts, and then I, I, uh, of course, you know, <laughs> predictions and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, if, if I'm the agent of this one, I have a couple key bullet points. Do not let Brody King stand too close to Eric Redbeard because I get the sense that Redbeard may, in fact, be six inches taller than him. I don't know for a fact. I'm just guessing. The big key, all bits aside, is you need to you need to spotlight Bud some, right? My guess is that, you know, I think we all agree Redbeard's taking the fall. I think Buddy should probably have a feature part in that. Um, I think this is going to be pretty steady honestly i don't think this is going to be some wild and woolly like you know when we imagined the match with ray phoenix we thought it was going to be a pay-per-view opener right um i don't know that's what you're going to get here i think you're going to get a pretty solid six-man tag 
with some nice stuff and nothing crazy. And then they'll finish, they'll probably go a little bit nuts and they'll, they'll get out of there. And I'd say 10, 12, maybe. Um, Cause it isn't like a, you know, the tornado trios is later. Right. So you don't want to kill that gimmick by fucking doing that here. Like I think it will just be a six man tag. That'll be fine. And red bill will be fine. I think it's fucking hilarious. He's in this match. I can't lie. Um, it's nuts to me. Like if you'd have told me earlier today, I'd have been like, there's no way that's what's <laughs> happening. But God bless him, man. I hope he gets a nice payday and, uh, you know, someone's got to get pinned, right? I don't know. Shoot. What do you think? Bud Matt pins Redbeard in about seven minutes um, to tie up both of their involvements in the storyline involving Roman Reigns on SmackDown a few years ago. Yeah. Um, that's exactly why Malachi Black had Redbeard brought in for this match to tie up that piece of lore. Um, so, yeah, Bud Matt clean in about seven minutes with whatever he's going to call Murphy's Law now. The Bud Matt Express. Dude, you'll um, probably just call it Matthew's Law and not realize why that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this will be fine. We're going to get the real six man here in a few weeks. Wait, this be wait. fucking awesome. What if it's spelled L O R E? Oh, like he's luring him in. Mm. No, Law. Like Malachi Law. Hmm. Oh, I lure, got you. Yeah, not lure, lore, you know? <laughs> gotcha. Spooky and stuff. And mm. no one will get it until he, like, he tweets it. Fuck, that'd be awesome. Bob, thoughts? Um, I think it's a great idea. I don't have a whole ton else to add about this match. Uh, I mean, good. <laughs> okay, good, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like I said, I don't have too much more to add. I think you guys nailed it. Like, you know, Buddy should be featured. Redbeard should lose. And, you know, whatever you do with the other seven or eight minutes, uh, it's fine. Actual. Oracle, what do you think? Yeah, this will this will this will be fun. Redbeard will be the best worker in the match. I'm kidding. Um, oh. uh, How close do you think he is? Buddy, what what's that? Where is he on your rankings? Seriously. What? In, what? In, 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 ring. in, in the, in the yeah. people in that match? Yeah. I'm actually interested. Because he ain't bottom. For Oracle, he's not. No, no. <laughs> I would say he's probably... You know what? He actually might be bottom, but I still think yeah. he's good. Um, if Ray Phoenix was in this rather than Penta, he wouldn't be bottom, right? Ray would be. I, I, I if I'm trying to be as objective as possible, okay. Ray Phoenix is probably a better worker. I, I know, I don't know. You're trying to get a pop from the chat, but I'm being no, I'm no, it's fair. Like, the I'm more that I thought about it, I actually realized like you actually kind of do like all of these guys in certain positions. You just right. don't always like what they do on AEW TV. Sure. So I kind of realized he would be bomb. Um, um, but yeah, this 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 match will be fine. You know, I, I'm excited. I do think Bud Matt will do like two or three crazy spots that mm -hmm. will make Shoot completely lose his fucking mind. Um, I'm gonna stand up in the cinema and pump my fist multiple times. He's gonna like try to like deadlift Redbeard, and he's gonna drop him. Yeah, and he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna do something. That's gonna, he's gonna do something that's gonna I think probably pop all of us. But um, I'm gonna scream, "Let's fucking go!" and do this thing to try to get everyone in the cinema to stand up. You should go <laughs> as soon Australia as he tags play. in. Drape an Australian flag over you and just don't explain it. It's just I should take one of these with me. You actually should. And just like the whole time he's wrestling, just do this thing. Oh, hell. There you go. There's no way in hell I'm going to do that, but. 
that was that's the end of the kickoff show, correct? Correct. Okay, I, so I've got I, a transition I, between. Uh, the... Let me real quick. I want to talk about the reason why it's an hour and why I think it's a good thing and why I think it may have happened. Brought that Aren't up. They always, the they've show. always been an hour, though. No, they, they, the first half hour is usually just a countdown show. Okay. It, it, it may have been an hour, but I, I want to say I want to explain why there's three matches. And it's as simple as this: when you when you debut and and sign three new people every month, yeah, um, and you have four pay per views a year, yeah, you need three pre show matches. Yeah, um, that's that's kind of that's I think it's as simple as that. <laughs> um, oh, this is a great idea. It, it's not even like a thing of like everybody needs a spot on the card. It's like everybody needs a spot on some type of TV, and like the roster is so big and the names yeah. are so relevant that you have to actually yeah. literally fit all these people on the show. Oracle, if only our friend Tony Khan had just bought himself a promotion without any contracts where some of these men and women could go and work, you know? Wow. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. More on that. Popping me, telling me to take the rest of these Australian flags to the theater and pass them out. I'm far too introverted to do that, but it's an incredible idea. Real real colorful and shit on here, but like, I ain't going out to anyone at a fucking wrist in cinema, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's 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 figure out a segue to the to, to the main show. Oh, I've got a segue. Here okay, we go, let's folks. Do it. Fish and Chips tells the story of my life as a young man growing up in England. Let's continue. That's very loud. Was it? Someone's driving. Yeah, someone's gonna listen to this tomorrow. That's gonna. That's gonna do some shit, man. That's gonna. Yeah. God bless anyone that's that driving rules. along listening to this podcast. That rules. That was loud. <laughs> it was fucking incredible. My God, it was loud. Um, <laughs> Chat was really torn on that one. Did you see that shoot? <laughs> <laughs> it was followed by this bit rules, like two below it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, or it's gonna suck when, when Meech is wrong and that's not uh royalty free music and when this whole episode's get pulled off of YouTube. Yeah, that'd be tough. 
Oh well, I'm sure it's fine. Oracle, continue <laughs> our uh, our road through uh, Revolution here, brother. Yes, uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern, the main program will begin. <clears throat> you can get on the Bleach Report app, yeah. United States. You can see it at select theaters. Uh, you can get it on the Fight TV app internationally. You can get it uh, in other means <laughs> as well. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we even need to continue doing this? Because this show's not going to exist. I hope you can get strikes on these, to be honest. They're on, they're um, on listed, right? It's fair. Um... There's By the way, Bob button. just sent me a DM that says, and I quote, go to hell. Can you edit these shows? Wait, what? Because I sent him a tweet that pointed out the Bulls are 1-13 versus the top seven teams in the NBA this season. <laughs> you probably should have said that part first. I <laughs> no, it's, it's funnier that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Can you edit the stream? Oh, I don't know. In theory, we probably could, but yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Don't worry. No. <clears throat> Could you imagine? That was the bit that done us. No, I couldn't. Right? That would be. No. I'd, I said, I'd listen. When when Meech commented, I said, do not risk it, brother. Meech yeah, is there, it. He's there, there was a moment between Joe and I, and I did it anyway. <laughs> we... He saw the look on my face. Could you, could you imagine if we had to break it down in six ways to the to the, to the other <laughs> to the singers of it, to, to the guys that play oh, that song. Oh God! Um, anyway, enough money around here. <laughs> Carry on, Oracle. Sorry. Anyway, that just popped me. Um, but uh, <clears throat> first match listed on Wikipedia. <laughs> first match listed on Wikipedia. <clears throat> Jade Cargill defending. TBS Championship against challenger Ty Conti. Shoot. Your thoughts, so on and so forth, about the TBS Championship encounter. I think the odds are pretty high that this match is going to be a beautiful disaster. Um, I will probably read my timeline after this match and see a bunch of people saying it sucked while I was popping huge for it. Hmm. Um, it'll be like Oracle and I in the DMs just saying that fucking rolled. Meanwhile, everyone around us will be pissed off. Bob will be quote tweeting saying Jade Cargill should go back to basketball. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. I'm looking forward to this match. I, Ty's a weird choice, given that she just had a pay-per-view match for the world title and lost, but it'll be fun. Bobby? Yeah, I mean, it'll be... We've kind of talked about it a little bit. Like, I, I think if it does come down to them just kind of laying it in there, you know, that would rule. Um... But I think even if they don't do that, they can have a perfectly fine, you know, short match and uh, kind of showcase what both of them can do and move ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, 
not a whole ton to talk about with this one because you know Jade should win. Jade should look good um, without Ty looking too bad because she's going to be a big featured player still. But uh, yeah, tremendous, Joe. Uh, I've been informed that you can be uh, hit by copyright strike on unlisted videos. So I'd like everyone, all 43 of you to know this is going to be a very special show because this may never be seen again. So we're going to make the most of it. Um, I'm excited for this in a sort of, I don't want to use that word because then it'll come across the way. Um, I'm intrigued by what this looks like, what the quality of this is. I think the finish is a lock. But I think, you know, shoot kind of mapped out there and I referenced it earlier, this could go one of two ways. And I think the end result most likely actually will be somewhere in the middle where there's some moments where we kind of wince, but you find it pretty exciting. I will say the length will decide if this is good or not, I think. If you get a Jade Cargill Ruby Soho length, I think this is going to fall apart. Um, if you get a six-minute, you know, bomb fest, I think it's going to, it's got a good chance of ruling. And we all agree Jade's winning, but yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting in terms of the quality of the match. So, Oracle, what do you so, think? Joe, yes. there's about eighty different videos with Baby Elephant Walk on YouTube. Yeah, I think it's I think it's copyright free, really free. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to be okay. We're probably safe. It's fine um, anyway because okay. we have the stream yard recording, so we would just actually be able to like get rid of it genuinely. What I think it actually would do is we would just mute it. I'm only doing a bit. I don't think the video will actually be struck. There's a one out. There's actually a YouTube video that's just a one hour. Um, repeat a baby elephant walk that I would recommend everyone go and watch instead of this show, honestly. But <laughs> if you want to stick around with us, we'll continue. <laughs> Oracle, Jade, Cargill, Tycon, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I really hope they just like throw shit at the wall against one another. And there's like botches. Nobody gets hurt. I don't want the, let me be clear. I don't want to get hurt, but I want people like to like, I want them to like. Obviously, if if they have a great match, great. Um, and I think there's a chance, but I kind of want to see them like throw like mean strikes and like work sloppy and like tie like suplexes Jade kind of on her head and like they do like pump kicks and like mm-hmm. it's nasty and like tie like tries to go for arm bars and Jade like awkwardly fights her off and like it rolls. That's kind of what I want to see. Um, but I also think that there's there's an opportunity there, and a chance there for it to be, um, unironically good. Yes. Uh, I don't want to take that take that chance away from them because I do think there's you know it's 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 possible. Um, but I, I I am I am looking forward to this in a way because I think both characters are fun, particularly Jade, who 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 you know is a badass. So. Uh, in 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 that regard, I want to see just lots of fist flying and feet flailing and head dropping and craziness. Mm-hmm. And I of course believe Jade will retain. Yeah, I think the big question with Jade is: is do we think there's a do you think they have penciled in a date where she loses this, or is it a case of we'll see how it goes? It was like the latter to me. She's forever champion. She never win the big title though. She'll have them both. Oh my god. She likes British wrestling now. Mm. Saw that. No one's perfect. Bobby, what do you think? About British wrestling? No. <laughs> Where this TBS <laughs> title is uh is headed. 
I mean, listen, they're playing up the undefeated streak quite a bit, so they, when she does eventually lose, they want to make a person, but I don't think there's any rush to ever lose it. Yeah, it'll be interesting, um, certainly. Oracle, what's up next? So I was distracted by Michael Cole's, like, tweet, which is just... Uh, is that what you just texted me? Yeah. Uh, sorry, oh, business. Um, oh, dear. <clears throat> sorry about that interruption. It's fine. Um... <clears throat> The AHFO, Andrade El Idolo, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy versus Darby Allen, Sting, and the TNT champion, Sammy Guevara, and a six-man Tornado Trios tag. Bob, your thoughts on this Tornado Trios bout? I hope Sting wins. I agree. Shoot. I'm looking forward to this match. I always like to see Sting matches always deliver because Sting's the greatest professional wrestler of all time. I don't even believe that. I don't know why I said that, but um, yeah, it'll be fun. I like everybody in this match. Um, Bob, rank these six people in the match from your favorite to least favorite. Um, Sting, Andrade, Isaiah Cassidy. Um, Matt Hardy, Darby, Sammy Guevara. My God. That was wild what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have an update on Copyright Gate. Um, uh, this item is protected by copyright and or related rights. Um, I believe we have a lawsuit on our hands. Bob, please prepare the, uh, the battlefield. Um, as for this trios, match, as for this trios match, um, this is the one I think everyone's kind of like, eh, whatever. But it's a sting match, so you get what you get, I suppose. I think it's almost good that we got the triple threat on this show tonight, where it was the main centerpiece rather than just another show, just another match. Um, it's a little bit of a weird one, I have to be honest. But I am glad to see Isaiah getting rewarded for his work as of late. And, you know, I think it's a plot device in Matt Hardy's whole, um, you know, Matt Hardy's whole deal with him being inevitably kicked out and getting Jeff in on his space side, which I think Jeff's cleared next Wednesday. So that may be – they may shoot that angle on Sunday. So Matt's yeah. behavior has been very erratic lately. Factual. Um, That's an exact quote from Tony Khan on the podcast. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, I think it could be kind of nuts, to be honest. Seeing Andrade interact with Sting is going to be fun. So I'm sure it'll be exciting. It does feel like the one where I'm kind of going to switch my brain off, though, because you know there's a lot of heavy-duty stuff, and this is going to just be a trio's kind of, you know, thriller. So it's fine for me. Uh, Oracle, what about you? 10-12. With lots of insanity from Darby and Guevara. And Andrade and Isaiah Cassidy. Matt Hardy will make faces and it will rule. Sting will no sell for an Isaiah Cassidy strike and bump his fist against Do the, the will. 
Woo! Well, that's more like a flare. <laughs> that one. was the flare one. Yeah, uh, I can't do it because then I'll get like another noise complaint. Fair. Things was like pretty, pretty, you know, from the Bob, past, you do you know, it. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Sting will hit a stinger splash and probably do a leaping dive, hopefully in the crowd. I think there's a chance we might see that. Something mm-hmm. crazy like that. Imagine, you know, Sting doing something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, he did it. Remember that TV main event with the acclaim where he did like the big dive on Stan Allen's table? I think, I think he might do something like that again. I agree. Maybe from a balcony. I'm not even kidding. Like it would, it would rule. Oh my god! Um, a balcony all- spot? Fuck. Yeah. Fair. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I'm, I'm uh, excited for it, man. I think uh, Stinger. Uh, I'm not sure. I, Sting usually doesn't take the win in his matches. I think it will be. Uh, <clears throat> maybe Sammy or mm, Darby might get the pin here. Yeah, Darby. You know what though? I could see Sting be, pinning Matt Hardy. I, I <laughs> yeah, me Matt. too. It, what tough. a sentence that is. It's, it's Sammy's going to pin Andrade again as a rib. Could be. Uh, I doubt it. I think I think Matt Hardy's taking the pin here. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's a <clears throat> that's how that's gonna go. Um, do we think any post match shenanigans occur here? Uh, Andrade beating up Matt Hardy, as as I believe Shoot pointed out earlier. Uh, yeah. Or was that Joe? I, I it could have been. Yeah, Shoot said it. I think I think it's definitely a, a possibility. Um, it all depends on Jeff. If Jeff's coming in on Wednesday, then you shoot the angle Sunday, and then you set up Jeff on, you know. But then if you get if it's another week, then then you probably do it next week on Dynamite. You know, I could I could definitely see them doing something where it's like, after letting down the AHFO, Matt Hardy has challenged Darby Allen to a match on Dynamite. You know, and they do like a, and everyone quote tweets, and then right. then they shoot the angle. I could see that too. So I'm, something of that ilk. I could also see it when Matt. Doesn't get pinned. He simply just leaves and gives up on the team. Yeah. So, don't like that. <clears throat> Oracle. Oh yes. Uh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Next up, we have the Jurassic Express. They're not called that anymore. Well, Wikipedia calls them that. They're just Jungle Bone Luchasaurus now. Um. The defending. AEW World Tag Team Champions. And they will defend against Red Dragon of Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. <clears throat> and I don't know how they're going to do this one. I'm interested in the discussion about whether or not they do. Uh, I'm guessing it'll be two people in the ring, not three. I think three things. Mm-hmm. Three people in the ring is a WWE thing. I think it'll probably be two in the ring. Um, Joe, how do you think this one shapes up? I think it goes a lot longer than it needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of drama that makes you get really mad, Oracle, between Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. I think they're going to get a lot of heat on Jungle Boy, and they're going to tag in and out. You know, full, kind of like false tags on each other to get heat on Jungle Boy. They're probably going to do a four-man feed on fucking Luchasaurus. 
and uh, the finish will probably be some kind of deal in which both teams wipe each other out effectively. You know, so they're so distracted by the drama between each other that that uh, the champs retain is my guess. I would assume Bob Fish takes the fall, and uh, and yeah, I mean, I you know, I think it will be good. I think it'll be fun. I think people will love it. I don't think I necessarily will because I just these multi-team matches drive me nuts. But yeah, I, I think it'll be it'll be long, <laughs> real long. That's just me. Bob, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, off the bat, I kind of wish like Proud and Powerful or FTR was in this instead of either of the other two teams. But like, if they're gonna go the way that you say they're gonna, which they probably should, like Jurassic Express have had a couple retentions on Rampage, but this is like their first big match. Um, should probably let them retain and then move on to the Red Dragon and Young Buck stuff, which doesn't have to be for the titles. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how much I'm going to like it. Um, it'll be good, but I don't know that it's for me necessarily. Shoot. 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 Yeah, picked. Um, it's probably the match on the show I'm least excited about. Um, it'll be good. I think Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus retain. Um, I think any chance that Red Dragon had of becoming champions went out the window when they single-handedly tanked the ratings on Dynamite on Wednesday. Um, if I didn't know if you guys saw, but the, the main event I lost a ton of viewers because specifically because of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Um, this will probably... Uh, end with uh, a big falling out between Red Dragon and the Young Bucks, which will allow the baby faces to sneak out with a win. Um, yeah, it'll it'll end up being good. It's just I'm not super excited about it. I think part of it is, and I think this has been a problem at times for the Bucks previously, and, and you know, you guys know, I've, I've always spoke very highly of them as a tag team, and I stick to my guns on that. But I think sometimes these angles, like, it's so obvious that where we're going here. And I just don't think the, the journey is like compelling enough to make it worth to like, like watching them, like, you know, will they, won't they? So, well, obviously they will. Like, you know, I don't think there's any drama to it. I don't think anyone in the crowd is sitting there going, holy shit, are they actually going to fight each other? Right. Of course they like each other. So I just think it's kind of, it's kind of a lame duck. I think everyone's ready for them to feud. Um, I think the tag champs will drop these belts probably. I would say in April, maybe even the end of March, uh, but I don't think they're dropping them on Sunday. So there you go. Or cool about you? Um, yeah, I'm a shoot. My least interested match for me. I concur with uh, everybody on, on on how the match will turn out with uh, Red Dragon and, and the Bucks <clears throat> beating up on Jungle Boy. They implode. Um, Luchasaurus has a terrible hot tag. Everybody has to make all of his offense look good. And uh, champs retain. And we uh, go full on into the Bucks Red Dragon program. You excited for that program? I like Bobby Fish. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Next one, 
one of the most anticipated matches of the entire year, I would think, and of many of of many years, I think, uh, recently. John Moxley battling Brian Danielson. Um, it's a big one. It's a big match. Um, it's got to be one of the what? I, I I I keep I keep harping on this. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking about like it being one of the five or ten biggest matches probably in the last five years. In AEW, I would say it's probably the second biggest match they can book mm -hmm. behind like Moxley Punk. Right. In terms right. of sheer star power, notoriety, mm -hmm. fame, reputation. Yeah, it's a big, big yeah. match. Huge match. Big one. Bobby, thoughts? Um. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. Uh, I think the build's been very good, and it's just um, two guys who I just really enjoy watching, and I think they're just going to kind of beat the shit out of each other for however long, and uh, it's going to be great. I'm probably uh, most excited, second most excited for this, probably. Um, you know, it's hard to get a grasp on who's going to win. I don't know that they're going to necessarily have Danielson lose another match, but, like, it feels like it's Mox's big return. He should probably get it here. But, yeah, I'm kind of – I don't really care who wins either. That's the thing. It's just going to be a really good match, and I'm excited for it. Shoot. I saw this match on Raw in 2013. Who cares? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> God, you sound like me. <laughs> No, this is going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. Um, and the the incredible thing about that intro that Oracle did that I don't disagree with at all is it's not even my most anticipated match on this card. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah, it's going to be Same. fun. I have no idea who's going to win. Um, I love when wrestling matches are like that. Um, I mean, obviously, the, you can kind of um, lean one way or the other. I think probably lean towards Danielson, but you can certainly see Moxley winning this as well. I uh, it's got angle alert for me. This one, big time angle alert. You know, yeah. I don't think you beat Danielson because the whole point was that Moxley, his big thing was beating Brian Danielson. So I ain't doing that flat straight away. It seems silly. Um, but Danielson's certainly not beating Moxley clean, and you know I've I've beat this drum enough, but I'm going to do it again here on the prediction show. I I really think there's a chance you get. My guess is you may get Garcia, and he will be the first official member of you know Dragon's Dojo, so to speak, and it will be a um, it will be a case of you know you can't beat us, so join us. Will be Danielson's new approach. But I'm going to stick to my guns on the prediction I had a little bit ago, which is I, I think this is the perfect spot for Claudio. Me too, yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and then you run at some point this this summer here coming up, you run Moxley and Kingston versus Claudio and Danielson, which like, God, I mean, four <clears throat> of the great pro wrestlers. So Claudio's uh, actually, I mean, obviously Claudio goes without saying, but and this is going to come off like such a shot, but like, I I don't know what the reaction is if Garcia is 
the guy who does that because yeah, the crowd does not care about him yet. I mean, that's well, just think, the reality of it. I think Ben mentions, I was just about to say it, and Ben beat me to the punch. I think Jonathan Gresham's in play. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for having Gresham there, considering what happened on Wednesday. Uh, you made Ring of Honor seem like a big deal on Wednesday, and he's the top guy in Ring of Honor. He's the only fucking guy in Ring of Honor at this point in terms of singles wrestlers. So I, I think... Uh, That's a heavy shot at Josh Woods. Well, he's not signed. No one's signed. So, And, the you know, the like the pure belt, there was rumors they were just going to get rid of it. So <laughs> <laughs> same with the TV title. Um, Sean Spears is the pure champion linear anyway. There you go. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, I think this is a spot for Claudio. I, I've been bullish on that. I, I think this is the perfect spot for him, man. Yeah. Danielson second did a big time faction. And then I was talking with Powell in the chat about this earlier. My end game is like you do blood and guts. And it's Danielson, Claudio, Garcia, Uter, and one other. Maybe Sam Joe. I haven't thought it through yet. Versus Mox and Mox's friends. Eddie Kingston, CM Punk, Darby Sting. And the reason that's compelling is because you would have all the drama of Punk and Kingston on the same team and Moxley trying to push that forward. You'd have Sting as the kind of team leader trying to make him, you know, he's been in these matches before. Right? He was in these matches 30 years ago. You can't win a war games if your team is is splintered. Meanwhile, Brian Daniels. Imagine the promo thing would cut like Sting. Yeah. Like, it would be like a fun. You know, Sting's never gonna have like a, but it'd be like a fun man. No, god damn it, I want to see this. And Daniels and, and like look, you could easily say, well, Danielson's team isn't as start as stacked, but it's like the whole point would be they're a team, you know. And if it has Joe yeah. on it, then Joe and Claudio and Danielson's fucking. I mean, it's golden. So, uh, yeah, I actually don't agree with this. What do you guys think? This is actually a really interesting. Question. I think that's probably accurate, honestly. I think they react to debuts crazy, man. They reacted to Red Beard. That's fair. Yeah. They lost but, the I mean, shit for Bud Matt, so... Yeah, like, I think it's a debut thing. I think, obviously, Garcia's more famous than Christian, but I don't know. I think they just react to debuts at this point. Um, yeah, I, that's that's my... I just went off the rails there and started pitching long-term shit, but I didn't have a fucking rule, so there you go. Oracle, what do you think about this match, pal? Well, I think, I think they're going to tear into one another. I think it's going to be great. Um, I think even though I've never been the big, well, I was a big Moxie fan early 2000 or um, early 2010s. Um, even though I haven't loved his entering work the last several years, I think he excels in the fight type of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be a fight, not not in the sense of a brawl, right? Because it hasn't quite reached that level yet, but in the sense of like gritty sort of struggle, violent striking. Yeah, I wouldn't put a lot of mat work past them because Moxley does that MMA training now. Moxley's Moxley's not too bad on the mat. I mean, he you know yeah. he he was led some of those Regal series in the early 2010s, but he 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 showed some he showed some abilities there in terms of his selling and and. You know, and and whatnot. I think I, I think he can hang in there and, and, and do just fine. Uh, in in that regard, I'm I'm uh, I'm with you there. Shoot, uh, I I think I think this will be really really fun. Uh, I, I think it'll be more around kind of Moxley's grittiness and toughness and striking and and sort of yeah, roughneck kind of. I hope they style. build to that. 
Like I, I hope mm. they kind of grapple at first and mm-hmm. they build to all hell breaking loose. I think mm. they. I, I think they probably will. Um, I, I think. I think there'll be. Uh, you know something something similar to that in, in terms of the structure of the match. Um, I because I mean, it's not like heated enough for them to go right into. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. I think it, it makes it, sense for Mox to try out wrestling too because that's kind of the story they're telling, mm-hmm. right? So, it yeah. is. It is. I, I think you know the interests and stuff will be hot. I think it's smart to kind of come in slow at first, but it also makes sense from a storyline standpoint. Um, you know, there's there's going to be an aggression to the work, but I, I think they'll kind of escalate and escalate. And uh, I think Moxley will have Danielson on the ropes a little bit, and uh, whomever it may be. Garcia seems like a good prediction. Claudio seems like the fun one. Um, and I like Garcia. You know, I, I don't know if he'd get booed or not, or 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 would be crickets or any. I don't know. Um, I, I think of, I think it's, it's weak, more likely right? that it will be, but I, is- I I think it's tough to say because knowing how the AEW crowd operates, I think there's a there's a decent chance that regardless of who it is. I think the crowd pops because they'll know what's going on yeah. in terms of like Danison yeah. having like his, like, I, I think, but I think they'll pop initially for it. And then they'll, they might, they'll boo because I think that the crowd, the way EW fans are trained, they're trained to play along. They are, yeah. Um, so I, I'm not too worried about the reaction depending on who it is, but I, I think that's a fair thing to talk about. Right. I just, I'll be totally honest. I think, yes, this match is a big deal because they're big stars and they're great wrestlers and stuff. But, like, to me, the hook of this match is that I think it's the one with the hardest result to pick. Yeah. And I'll be completely, and I haven't seen it yet, so this isn't me, you know, I'm just speculating. But I kind of think using a guy like Garcia to do the finish would be a little cheap, even though that's kind of what I expect, like, Mm-hmm. And you got to give them a little more than that, you know. But again, that's not me, you know, responding to what you said. I, I predict yeah, the same yeah. thing. I just, I, 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 I think, I, I don't think they can do it. I think you can do a scenario where Danielson actually wins clean, but you have to be careful with it. Yeah. Um. There's a way to do. It. There's probably a few ways to do it, but again, it has to be carefully done. Um. But I think it makes more sense for him to have somebody help him. It doesn't have to be. There's there's also ways to do that well, um, and there's also ways to do that poorly. So, there's there's this there's a lot of options for how this match could go, um, which makes it interesting and intriguing and adds to it. Uh, I I find the only scenario that I think would disappoint me is if Moxley just pinned Danielson clean. That would disappoint me. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be furious or anything, but I, I, I it would be dumb. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't know why they would do that. Um. So here's the thing. What if Moxley pins Danielson clean, and then they go to Dynamite, and Moxley is like, you know, we had our fight. We, you know, we bled, whatever. Let's do this team. And then that's when Claudio shows up. And Danielson basically tells Moxie to go fuck himself. And then, you know, like basically uh, 
you made me wait. I'm fuck you. I'm not, I'm not doing this. And then that's kind of how you get, that's how you go is from there. I don't know. That's necessarily what I would do, but I think that's a way you could. I, that could be I, 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 th I think you could probably save it with that. Yeah. I, th I think there's a chance you could. It's really exciting match, man. Here, though. Mm -hmm. It's really exciting match. Like there's, so I, you know, I mention it a lot because I think it's an interesting insight and it's a different perspective. But like, the biggest match in the cards, my dad is the dog collar. But whenever he talks about this particular match, he just has no clue. Like, like he's actually been sold on the result. Like he doesn't get how every guy can lose, which is like you know kind of the idea of this shit, right? <laughs> it's core. He doesn't think it's a shoot, but he's just confused as to like. You know who's gonna win and how it's interesting hmm. yeah this is um, absolutely how i would present that like the mm. claudio thing makes a lot of sense if they're signing him yeah because you can go i mean even if that's how danielson wins that's exactly how you go is you made yeah. me wait and i found someone else it feels like this is a ridiculous statement, but I'm going to just say it anyway because we're three hours into a show that will be taken down immediately after it ends. Um, we're only two hours and 18 minutes in, by the way. Um, <laughs> I would guess that Claudio or Joe will be in this group at some point. I'm saying both. I do not think it will be Danielson and just young guys. I think they will have like a, a someone of stature will be with him. Now they would play completely different roles. Claudio would be like the Bud Matt of the group, you know, and Joe would be like the, he would kind of be a mouthpiece and a heavy, but I would expect them to add someone of kind of marquee stature and, and value to the, to the, to this thing. Cause I think it's a main event angle. And I, you know, I think that Daniel Garcia is fucking awesome, but he's not there yet for me. I think he works better as the third than the second, just to me. But yeah, I agree. We'll see. Next up, we have, <clears throat> I believe all of us are a fan of the man in the group, particularly Joe and I. Eddie Kingston. Challenging Chris Jericho. And one-on-one -on -one bout. The sports Shoot. entertainer, Chris Jericho. Yep. Shoot. Your thoughts? I'm fired up for this. Like, I am... I haven't hid the fact that I think Jericho is very motivated and locked in right now. I think he's actually been good here since he came back. Um, the, this is a... This is another one where Ike can still talk myself into either thing like most likely very much most likely is that Jericho cheats to win here and this thing continues um, but I don't think that's a lock either I, I mean I really think there's a chance King just beats him like I know I doubt it happens but I think it's very possible um, either way I think this thing's probably continuing just because that's Jericho's thing Jericho is going to do a long story. Um, but, yeah, I think there's a real chance Eddie just wins here. So it seems to me that we're kind of on an island with our prediction. 
Total base of the season metric, Kingston is minus 400. Mm. And the general consensus is this is where he wins. I will say, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I will say that I did think there were elements of this week's build that changed the dynamic. Um, and what I mean by that is I got the sense, actually, that what's going to happen here is that Kingston is, may, in fact, do what you just said, shoot, and win. And the actual plot device is that it's going to, you know, Jericho's going to refuse to show him respect. And more than that, Jericho's going to lose his fucking mind. Yeah. There was one point tonight where they flashed the graphic of the match. And Jericho did this hilarious, like, he can't beat me. And there's a certain way that he's framed this by contrast to Kingston, who obviously isn't selling it at all. It's just like, whatever. That I think there definitely could be some evidence to the notion that Eddie Kingston wins. And the whole point is that. Jericho kind of, rather than be a man about him and face reality of the situation, just spirals, right, and becomes, you know, and then that would explain Santana and Ortiz's moment would then be explained as basically they wanted these two dudes they respect and like to fight out, and Jericho can't handle the result with that, would be the day. Now, I personally think there is a chance that Santana and Ortiz turn heel here and cost Eddie Kingston the match. Yeah. They was, they was, um, you know, they lost two battle rules in a row there. And the last one, they were fucked with by numbers, right? 2.0 guys hacked them there. And, like, it's kind of a fight that Eddie got them into in a lot of ways. So, um, I guess not necessarily. But, yeah, but my point being, I think there's a chance to happen. So, my actual prediction, I'm going to stick to my original, which is that Kit Jericho wins via some kind of nefarious means. And, uh, you know, everyone knows that Eddie got screwed. But, like, it does kind of feel like... It does kind of feel like there's a chance it's what I mentioned earlier, you know? As of late, especially. Bob, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I see where you're coming from, but, like, it also feels like Eddie just needs a big singles pay-per-view yeah. win. Like, just do it here. Like, if you want to continue it, that's fine. But, like, do this and then go from there if you want to, you know, get Jericho to get the upper hand at some point or whatever. But I think, just like, as of what you're looking at right now, Eddie should probably win. So here's the thing. Yeah, on the surface this is true, but if he's a heel, works better. Does work. He's delusional. That it works. If you actually the way he's playing this character and the fact that he's using words like influencer and all that stuff and sports, like it almost works better if he is just trying to convince himself. Yeah, it's basically midlife crisis, Chris. (laughs) And people could say he's that, but yes, (laughs) people could say you know he's not self aware enough for that, but like. I think he's been pretty self-aware throughout this whole program. So yeah, I don't I know. It, I, I think there's a decent chance you're right. He's just going to lose and lose his mind. Yeah, and like the, you'll do the segment on Wednesday. It'll be advertised as like Chris Jericho shows that he can get some respect, and he just beats the fuck out of him, gets the heat on him. Um, you know, and then you do a rematch, and Chris gets his win back in some form or fashion, and then you probably do like a fucking cage or something, right? Yeah, down the line, it's gonna be a long feud. I, I just. Look, I've been consistent on my prediction for this, so I'm not even trying but like it. This week, it did strike me that, that was a very real possibility. I don't know. Oracle, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> I think there's a chance Eddie wins. Uh, to answer Chop's question, um, I, I think the the. I don't know if it would be point, but I think the idea would be that it's, that it's a long feud. Jericho wins the second match, and Kingston yeah. wins the feud in a cage or something at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> and he beats like the best version of Jericho, the angry mm-hmm. one, you know. It ultimately, in the end, I guess. Lord blood. Mm-hmm. Lord blood. Yeah. Um. But uh, I'm I'm excited for this one. You know, I, I've I've been there's there's no question Jericho's put in a lot of effort. He looks great. You know, he's he's really he's really gotten himself into great shape. He really has. The, the side by side pictures have proven that. Um, you know, he's he he seems to be, <clears throat> you know, doing well and, and stuff like that, you know, better, which is good. Um, I'm I'm still skeptical on how on, on, on you know on how he may be, but at the same time, I I still like Jericho and and I trust that he has the understanding of of of, of how to work a match like this, and I think he does. You know, physical limitations be damned. So, <clears throat> and again, he's gotten himself in great shape, which means I think he can probably do more than he has, you know, been able to do since since probably the first what six months that he came in. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm 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 fairly excited for this one. Uh, I'm I'm more interested in the result and 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 the. Uh, consequences of the result whether jericho wins or or kingston wins i thought the fist pump with santana on ortiz was an interesting one uh and i think that was a clue into something so uh i was a little bit disappointed with it just because i was ready for santana and ortiz to kind of yeah take the sammy Guevara out and i tend to agree but um Them being Jericho's, like, eh, it's just, I'm not thrilled with that. But I do think if they do that, though, they're the next tag champs. So there's something yeah, to be said for it. Yeah, there's, 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 there's some victories there. Um, but yeah, you know, so I mean, there's, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm torn a little bit on this whole thing, but, but I am excited for the match. And, and, you know, I've caught, obviously I adore Eddie Kingston. So, um, He'll you know, try I'm, his best here, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's going to be fine. And, and I think Jericho will put in all the effort in the world. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. no doubt Jericho will try, he, will try 100%. I will say so. one concern I have is that King hasn't wrestled in a couple months here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the jaw injury, yeah. And, you know, I've watched enough Eddie Kingston now. He's very much a rhythm guy. Mm-hmm. He's locked in. Like, if you look at his form before he got injured – he was, I think, wrestling maybe better than he ever has in his life because he's wrestling regularly, you know. He was doing spots here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Worries me a little bit, I'm not going to lie. Um, I want to read this quickly. This was Jericho's quote about the match. I expect it to be very hard-hitting. Um, he said, uh, we know that Eddie Kingston isn't, and I am not a high flyer like Ray Phoenix. Eddie Kingston isn't either. But both of us know how to have a great match. Both of us have had many great matches. Me more than him, because I've done it at the highest level for so many years, but we both know. I'm expecting it to be a show stealer, but in a completely different way than someone who's rating matches by how many high spots there are. I don't think there's going to be a lot of high spots for Eddie Kings and Chris Jericho. I think there's going to be a lot of animosity, hard hitting. Violence is cliche, but I think it's going to be a fight everybody can feel while they're watching. I would suggest that would tell you that Jericho's in the place he needs to be for this one, which is know your limitations, go out there and fight each other, you know? Wait a minute you, now. Hold on. Oh, this isn't really a criticism, but I pointed it out. I mean, it was at the time I pointed it out, but it will kind of pop me if this ends up being like 
uh, like a mid late 80s starcade a mid 80s starcade where like blood everywhere yes just ever for the up and down the card yeah that would rule i i think this will be more this is not a great comparison because he's a completely different wrestler i i think you're going to get more like what king did with miro mm-hmm. where it's kind of like a nice tight you know physical match and i don't think they're going to go too long i really don't but i could be proven wrong with jericho <laughs> Interesting, though. I'm excited. <clears throat> I am excited. I think both results work in different ways. So. Uh, Bob, Bob had some had some time to talk when I was uh, in the restroom, right? Yes. yes. Okay, just want to make sure. I have to be having network issues, so Uh-oh. I may or may not be here much longer. <laughs> Lawyers have got shoot. Um, Bob said that he thinks Jericho should win with the Wolves of Jericho in 12 seconds. Okay, that sounds about right for him. Uh, what? How? How? <clears throat> how urgent is it? Shoot. I've got the little thing on my screen telling me I've got like one bar. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're breaking out a little bit. Um. All right, I'll be back. Maybe. Okay. okay. <laughs> um. I, I I wanted to make sure that Shoot has the opportunity to talk Punk MJF, but uh, we're we're we've we've got a couple matches before that, so. Let's do the uh, Cole match. We can all bury him while she's not here. <laughs> Should we? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> um. In the probable main event, because I think Tony Khan's a, I think I think he believes in main eventing with the title. He's match. confirmed it. Yeah, he said main event. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's a chance one day the women's title match will probably main event. I, I, I think there's a chance that. Could I would like to see the tags do it too, man. You know, right, right, yeah, yeah. I'd love I, that. I, I do, I do think TK's a believer in that now, but I, I do think there's a scenario eventually where he'll mm-hmm. he'll 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 give the ladies the the top mm-hmm. nod as well. Um, but other than that, I think besides those two titles, I, I think it's tough with him. Um, just just because of his old school mentality, right? Um, so we have Hangman Adam Page, the AEW World Champion, defending against Adam Cole, the two Adams. Um, Bob, thoughts? Yeah, listen, I mean, we've talked about it uh, at length over the past you know, month or whatever. I mean... I think we're all kind of on the same page. I, I liked the angle after the match on Wednesday. I think mm-hmm. it, they did a good job with that. But, like, it just doesn't feel like Cole's really, like, a legitimate threat in this match. Just because – and Shoot talked about this a little bit, too. Like, because you look at who he's beat. Like, it's just been the Dark Order guys. Like, he doesn't have a big win that would make me think, even, like, a kayfabe perspective, that he can win this match. Like, Well, Bob, would you like me to support your your take? Yes. Um, I'm sorry to report that 50,000 viewers uh, switched off after mm-hmm. the entrances for the main event match. Um, happens in one second, I'm told. Just one minute turnover. They said, Adam, Adam Cole's here. I'm out of here. So you're not relying, Bob. <clears throat> the masses agree with you. There's simply the loud minority that fills the arenas every week that is into Adam Cole. Uh, we have won after all. I, um, I think it'll be fine in the ring. I think to a point. Um, we're going to get to like the 25 minute mark and then I'm not going to think it's fine anymore. And there's going to be like 10 more minutes left, um, yeah. which just is what it is. But listen, as long as Hangman wins, like anything that they do in this match won't be that bad. I love the way, you know, sold my big like ratings bit there. You just refuse to play ball with that. That's fair. I mean, um, that's, that's widely reported, you know? Yeah. Factual Oracle thoughts on the masses agreeing with you and I. Yeah. I think it's fair to say that, uh, Victory, that is, right? The evidence is insurmountable. Lost. He lost, you know, and he lost for two years. 
on, you know, on the other channel. Yeah. And he's proven to be a total failure again. Yeah, he is exactly <laughs> right. Um, forget about the match quality itself. Because, you know, I have my concerns. I, I agree with Bob. It'll be fine for 20, 25 minutes. Then they'll go too long and I'll get annoyed. That's my expectation, at least. Mm-hmm. There's no bite to this. There's there's no excitement for me. And listen, if 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 Cole Hangman in their past history in Ring of Honor and whatnot is is what gets you excited and whatever, that's fine. That's legitimate. I don't have any qualms to that. But for me, in in this program itself, there hasn't been any angle or promo or moment that's really made me want to go. You know what? I'm excited for this one. And, and look, th- it was always it was always working against the grain with me, right? Because Cole's not my favorite. Um. <laughs> But I, I wanted something a little bit more extra with this build, particularly for a show that's, you know, for a match that's going to main event on a show this caliber. And look, all the, all the shows are going to be high caliber, right? But this one in particular with, with, with Punk MJF, Dog Collar, and Moxley Danielson, and even Britt Rosa, right? You, you want to have something that is going to be um, – feel magnanimous or mm-hmm. huge or important. And this just doesn't feel that. Um, I I think, you know, ultimately that's what hurts the match from, from an objective point of view. Um, from a subjective point of view, I just, I don't care for Adam Cole. Um, but from, from, from that standpoint, yes. And no shoot, we have not skipped it, gone through everything. We just decided to. Yeah, we buried uh, Adam Cole. He wasn't Barry. There. Yeah, yeah. Barry That's Adam fine. Cole. We talked about the fact that the masses had decided we were correct, mm. and that after months of us being told that we were in the we were in the minority of wrestling fans, we have been proven um, actually to be very indicative of the masses. Uh, fifty thousand viewers over fifty thousand viewers turned off AEW Dynamite uh, once Adam Cole made his entrance to the ring. Um, there has been talk, and you know you won't believe it. Shoot, but it's, you know you'll read it as soon as you get off of here. There has been talk that they're thinking of cancelling the match. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of speculation about kind of how they get out of this because they don't want people to leave. Obviously, right? Dave Meltz has said that the people that work in the arena. I've just left talking about them. Look. Yeah, there you go. And and Dave hey, said, um, Joe, Britain, yes, yeah. This is a question. Yeah. Um, Who did better numbers as NXT champion, Adam Cole or Samoa Joe? I mean, I mean, you you have the internal WWE Network numbers, right? Are you talking about then, or are you talking about when he was the NXT champion about three months ago? <laughs> Either one. I would say I've seen the numbers Cole, and then they're but I would say, and this is you know, not to not to lash out or anything, but I would say there was a summer there where Samoa Joe was like he actually spiked viewership for Monday Night Raw. Um, which you know did back then like about a million viewers more than it does now. So I don't know if that's I don't know if you're gonna win that one, unfortunately. I mean I appreciate the opportunity, you know, the off the, the kind of effort, but I don't know if you're gonna win the Samoa Joe Adam Cole drawing power. Uh, debate, unfortunately. 
Let's hear Shoot's comments on the uh, heavyweight. I also, you know, hang on a second, Oracle. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lash out now. Oh. Um, you know, also, I'm really just disappointed that you're, you're, you're blaming um, the poor drawing ability of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish on Adam Cole. I find that very disingenuous. Um, well, that's very Bobby Fish. Check the, check the houses in 1970s, right? So don't even go there. Um, you know, I think Oracle can co-sign this if. If Adam Cole's Ring of Honor was based on DVD sales, they would have gone out of business in about six months. Because <laughs> um, ain't no one saying, I just see this Adam Cole match, you got to buy the DVD. So he'd have been fucked in that regard. They certainly weren't doing Adam Cole versus Kenta Kobashi as the headline. That was never going to happen. So. True. Um, you get what you get, I suppose. I also remember the the five years Adam Cole spent in TNA doing absolutely nothing. Um he couldn't get a contract in TNA. He was too busy working Ring of Honor. <laughs> this bit sucks. This is stupid. <laughs> I'm just—I was reporting stats. You know that. So isn't even a big enough Adam Cole fan to be like the, yeah. the main defender. <laughs> that was why it was a mistake. I mean, you he likes Cole more than we do, but still. you should have gone for a guy I just like moderately enjoy. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it was a low blow. Shoot your thoughts hey, on the match. I don't even care anymore. I'm mad I came back to this. Like I went and actually made an effort to get my internet working, which actually was working fine to begin with. So <laughs> StreamYard trash, but well, I like logged on. out of StreamYard and immediately ran a speed test and had like 120 over 20 and got angry immediately. Um yeah, that's, this is that's factual. Um the, the good thing though, yeah, the one thing that is cool. Is Adam Cole's actually in AEW and Samoa Joe never will be? Um, that uh, certainly won't age poorly for me. <laughs> but well, I mean that's fine because like you know, I mean, could you day, imagine like spending your time just just talking about this guy having one more match when he's never going to wrestle again? But I think the fun part about that is if Samoa Joe never wrestles again, he'll have as many great matches as Adam Cole will for the rest of the time. So there's something to be said for that, you know. Now, I mean, I, I think. <laughs> I think personally, and I, Oracle, you're the expert here, but like Samoa Joe was on the greatest wrestler ever ballot, right? He was somewhere in there, like 60s, I want to yeah, say. Something like that. Right. And that was 2016. So that was before his big TV run. So, so that's a know. bunch of nerds on a message board. I really don't care about that. But I'm oh, just going, I'm going to the hard What a shot at me, man. The, the masses. No, but I didn't want to talk about the masses anymore because we already, like, 50,000 people turned the show off, you know? <laughs> so I didn't want to talk about them because that's unfair. It's just, I mean, do you want to talk about what happened when uh, the women's tag match was on the show? Since you since you're so obsessed, Samoa Joe wasn't in that match. Samoa Joe wasn't in that match. Or the fact that or the fact that Dynamite gained fifty thousand viewers when Buddy Matthews came on the screen this week. I feel like we could yeah. focus on that. I was just all I was doing was look, man. Hang on a second. All you were or, doing was Oracle, being disingenuous. Every is what time, I've been been doing this entire time. Every time Oracle and I have been critical of Adam Cole, bye bye. We have been told by the chat that actually he's a massive star and we should show up and accept it. He's a big deal. He's a big star, very famous. And I'm just saying maybe, just maybe, it's actually just putting in the crowd to Adam Cole Bebe and he's actually not a big star at all. And there's no evidence that he's a big star. He's never drawn any money anywhere. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, Oracle and I were right. Carry on, shoot. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I just feel like, I feel like going down using weekly ratings to, to try to form a narrative is a bad idea when um, we just had a dynamite not too long ago headlined by punk versus MGF. And it was their lowest rated show in months. Um, Would you so it's a dangerous game to play is, is. Um, 
on the plus side, as Tope Suicida said, um, this show's not going to exist much longer, so <laughs> no one will remember this this stretch of the show where we embarrassed ourselves. Mostly Joe, not me, but still. Well, sweep yourself. Bob has down. left. I was, um, I, I was pretty Oracle's face when I said DVD sales was a real real moment of nerd. Well, did, Bob, there. did Bob just change wardrobes? I don't know. I did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, a great bit though. I mean, it really wasn't. That was terrible. <laughs> no, he means about changing wardrobes. Yeah. I think. Oh, no, that yeah, that'd be awesome. great. This one was okay. Buffs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, you know, just move on. Shoot. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Next. Okay. Hmm. Wow. I'll be vindicated on Sunday night when the match rules. Ace? That's fine. We won't be able to stream for a week because of our copyright strikes. You'll never hear me take it back. That'll be that. That's a bonus for me. Can I'm we do? Can we start that now? now? If I can't do the or, the, the historical oracle, factual. I'm going to say that right now. Okay, what's up next, historical? Selfishly, face of the Revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT Championship bout. The contenders are Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Absolute Ricky Starks, Wardlow, and ladder match veteran Christian Cage. Joe Holbert. Yes, Oracle. Your predictions, thoughts. Well, let's go through the lineup, okay? I think Keith Lee is going to leave this thing without a win and instead a feud with Team Taz. I think that's the direction they're clearly going. I think you've got two guys in there that can take him out of the picture. Team Taz and Keith Lee, that takes out three guys, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The other three names are <laughs> Orange Cassidy, who I don't think needs to or will win this. Mm -hmm. And who is the other name that isn't Christian Cage? Wardlow. So to me, it's down to those two names. Wardlow makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. My personal prediction is that somehow, someway, Sean Spears may actually fuck with Wardlow here. Intentional or unintentional, I think this will be merely a way to advance that plot. I think Christian Cage is going to win. I think Christian Cage is going to wrestle Scorpio, Sky, and Dynamite in a few weeks and lose, which will be the key factor in Christian Cage's eventual turn on Jurassic Express because they were not there to help him win the TNT title. And instead, he was screwed by Ethan Page and Dan Lambert. And he was always there to help them for those tag titles. That is my prediction. I'm sticking to it. Bobby? Yeah, I mean, you make a lot of really good points there. Um, I do that a lot, Bob. I mean, I thought it would be Wardlow, but like, I was also having to kind of convince myself how that would really make sense like with everything else he has going on where he doesn't really need to win. So, yeah, if you kind of go by like process of elimination, it kind of feels like Christian is the best option here. Like They right. could do it with Wardlow, but it just kind of feels like you know he's already going to have this red-hot feud ready to go once they finally do it. Like He doesn't need to be involved with all this stuff. 
Mm. And, uh, you know, I agree with you on Team Taz and Keith, and then you're left with Orange and Christian, and I'm going to pick Christian over Orange. You know, no offense to Orange. He just doesn't really fit him. Yeah. Be interesting. Yeah. Shoot, what do you think? No thoughts. Oracle? Shoot. Now, come on now. Let's. This is powerful. I think Wardlow's going to win. I think Wardlow's going to win. He's going to have uh, Scorpio Sky beat. And Spears will cost in the match. Mm. Mm. That's definitely what you could do there, right? Wardlow thing. The Spears thing could be advanced that way or it could Sunday. Mm. Interesting. Oracle, what do you think? So I agree that the Keith Lee team test feud's going to occur. I think there's three main winners here, three main options. I get you Keith Lee. He wins. Team Taz cost him the title match. I think you have Wardlow win. And we'll get to it because that'll be the last match we discussed. But there'll be a, a, a moment that occurs in the main event for us. Dog collar match that leads to Wardlow getting the title match cost by Sean, cost by Sean Spears. Um, and... I think Christian Cage in the scenario you brought up, Joe, also is a valid one. Choosing between those three is tough. Eileen. Towards. Christian Cage. I'm kind of battling between Christian Cage and Keith Lee, and I and I'm and I'm leaning towards him, but and and Wardlow's a close third, but I think I'm going to go with Christian Cage. It's close. Um, I, I think those are three pretty decent avenues they could take um, to set up future programs and whatnot. So that's I'm I, I'm I'm going Christian Cage. I think part of why I prefer Christian. Even though upon the fall, I think shoots scenario is more likely. I don't really like the idea of Scott being like a backdrop in the TNT title match. Whereas in the Christian scenario, like I'd actually have him just beat Christian. And then I'd do the Christian character development from there. Does that make sense? Whereas yeah. if Wardlow just beats the Shia Scorpio and then Spears costs him, it's like, oh fuck. Like it, it just kind of reiterates the the already kind of the assumption, you know? So that's one element of it that I think is in play here, but I think they're the, I, I think you know the most likely options we kind of we kind of hit there. I think look, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, lest we forget, one of the team Taz guys could win this match. Scorpio could lose to Sammy, and they could beat Sammy, whoever it is, Hobbs or Ricky. Right? They're both cool. great TNC champs, so it's exciting. I'll be honest, I don't love these matches, but the the result is interesting for sure. I actually agree that you can't roll. You can never rule Orange Cassidy out because Tony Khan loves him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's you can never star. rule him out. He's the most over guy in the match, right? Like, yeah. what are the what do the metrics say about Orange Cassidy though? I think they mix. Tony says he's a big draw, but I don't know if there's actually any evidence of that. I think the Matt Hardy match did quite badly, but that feels like one we can blame Matt for. I don't look, man. It, you feel. It, Bob, step in. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's um. 
I mean, like diffuse the situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've we've had a really weird energy here the past uh, few minutes, and I try to bring ratings into it. I've always done that. You know, I would often send shoot like a rating screenshot with just like the one, the last name or the first name of the wrestler, full stop, who was good or bad on that week. Um, I've been very consistent with my ratings analysis, Bob. You know, I send you a PowerPoint every week and a spreadsheet. So sure. I don't know why it matters now, you know? Yeah. I mean, I just think we can all take a deep breath here, just relax and uh, move on. Okay. I agree, Bob. Okay. The AEW Women's World Championship. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Fins against Thunder Rosa. Joe. Hello, Oracle. I'm going to say that I'm very worried about this match. Um, borderline terrified. <laughs> their interactions in the tag match legitimately concern me. That match was bad. That tag match was bad. And their interactions... On the plus side, no one saw it. There's no need for this. This is... What, this is Bob, what did Bob say? Bob, Bob's, he's grinning. What happened, Bob? No, I mean, I'm just going back to what I just said, that we should all just take a deep breath and move on and, uh, you know, not be so hostile. I didn't, look, I'm trying, I'm trying my best here. I, I thought the Brit and Thunder Rosa sequence was the worst part of that match, and it concerned me. It looked like I wasn't even cooperating at times. Brit was pulling stuff and looked awkward and unconfident. Um, I'm not feeling too good about this one right now, guys. I think the build's been kind of lame. And I have a lot of concerns about the match, <laughs> to be totally honest with you. Um, I really hope it's good. It's the biggest match in the division. So if it's a, if it dies, then it doesn't bode well for anyone. So I, uh, it feels like Brit's winning and they're going to do the San Antonio thing that you guys talked about before. But I just, I'm worried about the match quality, I have to be honest. I, I really am. I, I think this is... Uh, a big moment for that division, and I hope it comes through. So I'll go with Brit, I guess, reluctantly, because I think they need to do a rematch. But my big thing is how good it actually is. I have my concerns. Shoot. I don't think it's going to be very good. Mm. Um, I do think Brit's going to win. I think Thunder Rosa wins the title in the cage in San Antonio, and that match will be better because of, you know, Bells and whistles, as Chris put it. Um, they'll both bleed. Britt will probably bleed buckets in San Antonio. Um, but, yeah, this match, um, I'll be very surprised if it ends up being good. I'm very uh, very down on Britt right now. Do you think Rose is hurt? It's possible. She wrestled like she was hurt. Yeah. Like- but it's know, like man. she had like the match with Jade was bad, and of course you know there's that may not be Rose's fault, but she didn't look great there either. Um, no. But then like she looked great against Athena, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's uh, they was there was a really weird vibe to the way they were they were wrestling on mm. Wednesday. Like they looked like they were in different planets. It's fucking strange, man. Bob, what do you think? Yeah, I kind of share the same concerns you guys do where, like, they haven't really been on the same page, and I do think that they're going to have Britt win, and then 
do the title change in San Antonio, which I would just as soon do it at the pay-per-view, but I get why they'd want to do it there instead. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't, uh, I hope they can pull out a good match, but, uh, there are definitely some red flags here. Supposedly Rosa cuts a pretty good go home promo on what's probably going to be the dark that airs tomorrow night. Mm. Um, but I don't know how many people are going to see that. And that's not a weird veiled thing. Like it's just, I don't know how many people are going to watch that show. I actually think I might watch that cause it's a big weekend. Oh, I'll definitely watch because I don't want anything better to do, but yeah. I don't know how many people are really going to watch that show that they're going to announce at 11 a.m. Oracle, um, what do you think here, pal? What do you, where are you at on this one? Concern, yeah, concern. Um, man, thunder's over as ever. Thunder, oh God, Rosa. Um, God, I sound like JR. Um, but <clears throat> who was incredible in commentary, particularly in the tag battle royal on Wednesday. I, uh, and Dan Housen came out. <laughs> um, Dan, oh my God, he cursed him. His like total just disdain for Dan Housen is incredible. Um, but anyways. <laughs> Uh, shoot, shoot definitely agrees with me there. Uh, but uh, I agree with JR there. (laughs) (laughs) This Uh, is worrisome, man. Like, yeah, because if that's the case, like, that whole thing was dumb, bro. Dave's wording so bad that he he wrote it in a way where people thought he was saying she got injured in the match, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure what he meant was she was injured. You know. It's like, man, if she's banged up this badly, like, do you put the title on her? I mean, like, I, look, I'm not an expert. I'm not trying to take anyone's money away, but I would suggest she just stop wrestling, not AEW shows every weekend. But, you know. Yeah. I'd, I'd hope the contract's big enough that she can miss a couple bookings for a bit. But, you know, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she, she, she works quite often. Um, yeah. That's, pro- that's, that's got to be the main reason. Um. This match, man, I'm 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 concerned. Like the bill has like I, I liked like the 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 storyline with like the the seconds and whatever, but it, it you know I I think Joe's right. You know, he said a few weeks ago. I think it, I think it took away from the build of this match mm-hmm. itself. I think um, it's I think it's sad that this is like supposed to be the biggest women's match they have, and we don't really care about it at all. Yeah, and I don't think that's no, our no. fault. Um, no, it got a long way to go, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the way they develop the women's angles is like I just don't think it's the same way they develop. I, I think I think the on. best I, I I sorry to interrupt Joe. Oh, you're um, fine. I think the best uh way to handle it. What am I saying? I think the best thing that they've done in the last six months is spread out and expand the division. Yeah. And, and give us multiple programs. Um, that's been good. But <clears throat> specifically on this match, it's just, it's concerning. These are your two top top women stars and Rose just banged up and Brits just, Brits just off, man. I still, Dylan says he, he thinks Ruby should be in this spot. I think Ruby should have beaten Brit at Arthur Ashe. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
And I yeah. said that at the time, so that's not even like uh, in retrospect or hindsight. No, you like, said that, yeah. Yeah. I, I just know, don't man. think this Brit title reign has been very good. I think we've kind of sugarcoated it at times, but it hasn't been very good. Some of that's the injury. Some of, There's a number of factors, but it hasn't been very good. Is it like... Is it as simple as she's just not... She ain't it, man. Like, she's a good talent, but is she really someone you can build a division around? Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't I know. Actually, I, there's increasing evidence she may not be. Um, do I think that talent exists in that division? I don't know. We have to find out, right? If see who gets this belt next. If it is Rose, we'll find out a little bit there. But I just the women's division has got better. I think now we have more than enough evidence to say there is a real problem with these pay per view cycles and how they how far they fall down the chain. Like if you compare, like look at the title program. Seriously, you got this one. Ty and Brit was a nothing program. Mm. Yeah. All out, Stat and, and Brit had a good match, but they didn't, their program didn't exist. They did nothing in that program. And obviously the one before that was the was the Brit title win, which had some juice, but like you know, that was more just well, about as, the well, as, well as well as QT says, you know, there's there's a bunch of guys on the roster, you know, they gotta get there. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think Sheeta's title reign was better, and we didn't even love Sheeta's title reign, but it At least was. the matches were good. It was. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a shame. I just. It is. It is. I. I, I don't want to put this like we're all. I was just. Just. I'm. I'm still hopeful. You know. It's just. Uh, I don't know. It's. It's. It's been a rough month or two. I just want it to be good, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, like... I've said. It, I just think Britt needs to take some time off and come back refreshed and recharged and. And go yeah. from there. Yeah, I think that's part of it too. It just it's kind of stale at this point. She's on TV so much more than all the rest of the women. Mm -hmm. And most of the time she's not even doing Any anything. Promo every single time. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but because my concern yeah. is like if she, Rose wins it and then like who's her first heel program? You know? Like mm. do I have more faith in her having a good match with a lesser opponent than Brit? Yes, but I ain't going to sit here and tell you that there's like a whole great rain ahead where she's going to be like fucking Masawa, you know, like I don't, um, they're not over there. And this, let me stress before I go any further, but that's not knocking. What I'm saying is the way they're used has not gone up for them over because they're used too infrequently. You, they only wrestle one match every once in a while. It isn't consistent enough. You know, you see, you see one, you know, you see like Chris Statlander. It's like, Oh, she's awesome. But then she'll just do pre-tapes for the next month or two, <laughs> you know, mm. like, you got a repetition, man. Like, and the other thing too is, these women don't have the backstory of like, oh, I watched this person in Ring of Honor for ten years, and then in NXT, like, it doesn't, you know, like you're working from neutral, so you have to like beat into people's heads. These, you know, these are our top women. I think sometimes they share the ball too much, and it ends up with everyone just rotating. The only consistency in terms of wrestling matches is Serene Deep's five minute challenge, and it's like, I mean, that you know. <laughs> Can get anyone over. Mm -hmm. I, I think the last the, the last women's match that really clicked was the one two and a half you know two and a half months ago. Now was was the women's tag at, at the mm -hmm. at the end of the year, which was outstanding, right? But I just it's just I think it's like I think we all agree on Brit, and well, it's a lot we you know we kind of pull out punches, but I think we all have the same conclusion. Um, I just think it's probably naive of us all, and I think we all know this deep down. I think we all realize like. Mm -hmm. 
it probably isn't going to immediately change when Thunder Rose is the champ. Like there's there's actually some issues here systematically that they need yeah, to Yeah, yeah. I just I want there to be a I'm gonna tell you what, this is maybe being negative here, but when they continue to sign more and more talent, they're all men. Boy, it doesn't help. Yeah. But the thing is that they're, they're adding on the like if you look at like AQA, it appears yeah. that Marina uh, is like on the but they're not booked on I, TV, I so you're not wrong. It's just you know, it's just it's it's just it's, it's tough, man. It's see, this is I'm, this is fair, but at the same time, she defended that belt more than Britt has. I just looked it up, like but Britt would have to defend TV, the title yeah. like four times in the next two months to match her. And that's not gonna I mean she's probably not gonna keep it anyway, but that wouldn't happen anyway. Serious question, okay. I don't even think we're gonna do the ring of honor talk tonight. This is this has gone on so long, but it's good. It's pay-per-view week. I love these weeks. Mm-hmm. You could take any woman's wrestler in the world to build your division around. Now the key is you're building it as a TV product in America. Okay. How high does Brick go? Top ten. Do you think? Do you think she's on the bottom end of the ten, though? Possibly, because I kind of do. I'd say <laughs> I would honestly say that the four horsewomen. Mm, I'd take Brit over Charlotte. Maybe. I would have definitely said so a few months ago. I've wavered some. Bianca Belair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd take Rhea. I would take Asuka. Who am I forgetting? Names? Um, no, I'd probably put Britt. I mean, there. I'd take Thunder Rosa above Britt. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I just, and I, I like this is brutal because it just was like we're just. We're literally picking. I'm picking one individual. Rob, yeah, I think about that might take Sheeta over Brett. Honestly, Sheeta's yeah, very man. over. Like I just, I do think like this. And let me stress again because I just said it. And I want to reiterate it here. I'm not saying that if you take Brett out and put someone like Sasha Banks in there, it's it's immediately better because there is clearly a problem with the way they book. Their matches get no reaction consistently with women that we like. Mm. What I'm, but what I am saying is. It's like if you have an NBA team, right? You can sack the coach, you can change the system, you can you know change the remaining the surrounding pieces. But at the end of the day, if your star isn't up to leading a team to a championship, you can only go so far. I don't know, man. I don't know if there's enough to Brit for her to be this level of featured in a division. I don't. James Harden, for example. No offense. Well, I mean that was that was spiteful, but I've already got angry once on this show, so I'm not going to get mad. Hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, Diana as well. Uh, I agree with that. Um, <clears throat> for the main event, won't close the show, but it'll be probably at the most delightful spot on the show. Uh, you know, somewhere in the second hour. CM oh, Punk. I just realized that Bob and I have been beaten up so bad we didn't even name the fiend this. Fuck, Bob. Oh, yeah. We've been owned. Current Oracle. You're fine. Be CM Punk versus Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF, in a dog collar match. This is the most hype I am 
for this show right here. I I, I know Shrewd agrees with me. I'm pretty sure Bob agrees with me. Joe, I I think you're probably in agreement. Um, Bob, I'll start with you, Chicago man. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait, man. I think they've killed the build. We talked about that, and uh, it's just it's a unique enough match type where we've only seen a handful of them in the past, uh, however many years, and that's not something you always get. Like, and uh, you know, I've kind of gone back and forth on who I think should win. Um, I definitely see the argument for both guys. I think I'm going to go with Punk, but. It's going to be something that we all remember, I think, very fondly for a long time. There's going to be a lot of blood, um, a lot of, you know, probably some callbacks to uh, the Punk Raven match, except with the roles reversed. I think we talked about that a little bit in the past, too. Um, yeah, just really looking forward to it. One of the, I think, most uh, hyped pay-per-view matches for me personally in quite some time. And it's really turned me around on MJF quite a bit, too. Because, I mean, I know he's changed his content a little bit, too. But he's just, he's been great the past two or three months, man. Mm-hmm. Joe? Well, I, I think a message with uh, you a little bit, and I talked to you, Oracle, too. I, I think that's the best angle they've ever done on TV on Wednesday. Uh, that's That's mm-hmm. actually shooting an angle. That's doing something that isn't just, you know, it's obviously all very familiar, but it isn't um, it isn't cookie-cutter in a way that just feels like the book has said, I need a way to advance this matches. This this match, paper matches build, isn't that? It actually had some juice to it. There was some drama. There was some excitement. And I, I said to Jay show earlier, you go back and watch the, the reaction to the babyface save when Punk was hanging. You know, that is an... There's like a desperation to that. There's a scream. Because there's anxiety in the air because Punk's pouring blood and he's being strangled. And, you know, fuck it, this is as good as it gets. That would work at any time ever. Um, I think the first month, six weeks of this were up and down. I think the last six weeks or whatever it's been, uh, the Bob kind of isolated, I think it's been pretty much perfect. So, yeah, man, I, I think I think this is the best feud they've ever done. I think I think the punk is winning. I think the big question is a matter of whether it's going to be, you know, something involving Wardlow or punk just wins. Personally, I actually think it should be the latter. Um, I think punk has taken enough licks now that he should just beat the fuck out of MJF and pin him after about 15 to 20 minutes of blood brutality. So, um, yeah, it's been great. It really has, and it's, you know, one of AEW's finest works yet. So I'm very excited. Shoot. Punk wins convincingly without interference. Um, this has been an incredible feud. MJF can talk himself out of it. He'll be fine. Um we talked about, I talked about earlier that promo tonight from Punk, that little 90 second, as if I wasn't fired up for this and as it is. Um, I don't know, man. This is what pro wrestling is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Is this kind of story? I mean, obviously, not all pro wrestling can be this, but like this right here is what it's all about. Like this kind of build, this kind of hype for a, a stip match. Um, where we're all 
no matter what the finish is, we're all pretty confident this thing's going to deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, we also are pretty, you know, like the, say whatever you will about AEW. We usually don't get cop outs. Like we're going to get something here, whether it's, you know, whoever wins, it's going to be, um, you know, there's going to be a finish and there's going to be a winner. And I, I do think this is going to be the end of the feud. I mean, it's got to be, um, which is all I feel like. I just, I think Punk wins here. Um, cause M, you know, MJF can, can number one, talk his way out of it. Um, and number two, he can immediately move into like where we're going with Wardlow and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it'll kind of make people forget. Which that's also an issue too, though, because Wardlow probably has to beat MJF. And are you gonna, you know? So I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting. I don't know. It's gonna be fun. Oracle, what do you think? Yeah, I think this has uh, got a real good shot at being a classic. You know, nothing's guaranteed, but uh, set up that way. Um, they're gonna bleed everywhere. You know. That's automatic, like five and a half stars for me, five and three quarters. So, um, but <clears throat> I think Punk wins. I think there's some ways you could do it. I think him winning convincingly is the better, the the best call. Bobby um, popping popcorn. Yeah, my bad. No, you're fine, Bob. I, I was laughing at Joe's face and not and actually I was more laughing at Joe's face. Dude, um, everyone's really tense, man. Is everything good? Yeah. Bob sounded Bob sounded like we were like really picking on him. He's like, I'm sorry, guys. I was like, Bob, we don't care, man. It's fine. No, I know. You know what the thing is? I had it muted, but I had my mouse on it, so I must have clicked back off mute. You're but fine, it's fine. Right. It's fine. We were just, I, we were I just laughed at Joe's face. No, I know. We were selling it for video effect, Bob. Don't. I was no. mad personally. <laughs> Very unprofessional. Um, on a night of unprofessionalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Intellectual property is bullshit anyways. Um, <laughs> but I actually believe that, um, especially when you just play a song. But anyways, um, there's a few ways this could happen. I think, you know, Punk winning convincingly is the right call. I, I think he probably will win that way. Um, I think there's a chance, you know, Wardlow comes out and, Spears is directing him or whatever, and he's got the diamond ring in his hand. MJF's calling for it, covered in blood desperately. Mm-hmm. Both guys are down. MJF's kind of at the bottom of the ramp, but not, you know, not quite at ringside, or maybe he is. And, uh, Orlo just kind of smirks and walks off, and Spears kind of tries to stop him, and there isn't even a spot where he beats up Spears. He just kind of walks off and Spears kind of chases after him. And that happens sort of late in the match. And that's uh, kind of the setup for what we get later on after this match. And then Punk still wins convincingly. It's not necessarily a moment where Wardlow helps Punk, right? It's just a moment where they're both down. And Max is covered in blood and begging Wardlow for his help. Mm-hmm. They come to ringside yeah. and he doesn't get it. 
I think that's something they could definitely do. I think it would work. And I still think it would make, and I still think Punk could win and it would still feel like Punk won fair, right? And yeah. in, in, in convincingly, I think they could do that and pull that off. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I, that's kind of what I want them to do. That way there's kind of a seamless transition, right? Yeah. From without without too much involvement in, in that Punk mm-hmm. and Jeff match and then the feud, but also giving them that transition into um, MJF Wardlow without without doing without fully pulling the trigger yet. Yeah. Um, I, I think that segment uh, on Wednesday really kind of set this up. Um, I, I think that's ultimately going to be my prediction. Um, uh, I think I think Punk wins convincingly, but but with the added uh, depth depthness of Wardlow. Oracle, can I uh, can I ask you a very serious question? Yes. Where does Samoa Joe fit into this? <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> I'm just playing, man. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know what uh, you know. What do you What do you guys think about my Wardlow idea? I, I think I, I it rules. I, it rules. I think yeah. it's actually better finish than Punk just winning. Yeah. I just yeah, felt the need to to undercut your incredibly nuanced <laughs> fantasy booking by asking one of my hit questions. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I really, I really like that idea. I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance something like that happens. You know, I, I think it's as simple as that. You know, a smirk. Nope, yep. not going to help you. You know, he 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 doesn't have to say anything. He just smirks and walks away. And Spears is like begging him, you know, to don't leave. And he doesn't even hit Spears. He just walks away. I think what do we think, guys? Chris has got a good question. Punk next for the title. And by next, I think really that means. Punk for double or nothing because you're gonna probably have a TV program in the middle, I'd guess. So, what do you think? I think I, just, so. I, I think he can be. It just feels like when your next pay per view after that is in Chicago, that's kind of a babyface champ, though. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Team Mobile Arena is a big deal too. Oh yeah, no, you absolutely. Know, you want a big, you want a big fight feel for that one. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess the thing is, too, like, if you do Punk and Hangman in Chicago, that's going to get kind of weird. Like, you need Punk to face someone who they're 100% going to be against. Um, so, I guess you could do it at double or nothing. Close. Yeah. Um, is this the end of the late night grin? You mean, like, forever? Yeah. Could be, yeah. Are you really said like, it. concerned about this? Yeah, man. It seems like everyone's mad. <laughs> about what? About I don't us? fucking know. Us? Honestly, I'm just tired, dude. I'm just tired. Bob, I'm really concerned about how hurt Bob sounded when he thought we were telling him off about his water bottle. Bob, you know, I'm not bad. I'm not mad, buddy. Don't worry about no, it. He knows you're not mad, Oracle. You've been a, you've been a class act. So I think Shoot and I'm ever in the show. I think we've been fine. You sure? Yeah. I think it's been our best show yet, honestly. Okay. Joe agrees that I'm ruined tonight's show. It's been really good analysis here. Um, You guys fill up some time. I'm hungry. I'm going to get a meal paired. Uh, I'll be returning. I just busted right inside him, and he can't extend on me anymore, and he seems a little overwhelmed by my girth and tonnage. It feels like I don't know if we, are we done. 
Because if it was like the Ring of Honor topic, we should probably save. Well, I mean, we can we can stick around for forty three minutes, or we can finish it up. Doesn't matter. Well, I just you know, I feel like I may have I may have killed the energy here a little bit. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Well, I don't know. I mean, Joe said it in the chat. And he's probably right. <laughs> you know, I thought it was comedic, but it seems like I didn't. It did not have the effect I intended. What? What? When we did the Adam Cole bit, you know. Oh, well, that's fine. It was. Oh, my feelings were hurt. Just saying, this show like everyone seems really downtrodden, you know. I was, you know, I was working hard to get back on the show, and meanwhile, I was getting buried violently. <laughs> um, Adam Cole was getting buried. Yeah, but you know what you were doing because you told me you were going to do it before you did it. Exactly. No? <laughs> well, I don't know. All right. Well. Bob, do you have any topics? Uh, no, not really. What's the Bulls' record against top seven teams in the NBA? They suck, man. It's terrible. Uh, what is it, one and thirteen or whatever? It's, yeah, it's not it's good, 13. you know. So, what are your five favorite Adam Cole matches? I'm not trying to cause any arguments. I'm just going to say no comment. Okay. Um, he's had some that I've liked, I'm sure. But, uh, Someone did remember. mention that they thought the Punk MJF feud was too manufactured, that they thought the, the segments were good and stuff, but they felt it was too manufactured. I would argue that it was manufactured, but that it was still authentic and worked at the same time. Yeah, sense. I think is. Di- I understand it because they definitely I think, shoot. I, 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 I don't think they're wrong, but I also think that they're probably like can't see the forest to the trees type of deal. Where like they're they're getting stuck yeah. on the on the like the the like they've they've ignored the emotional investment aspect I do. And, they're, and are too focused on how it was presented and how it was like. How, how, they were too focused on the fact that they're trying to have a good feud, which I mean, you you, I mean, you should always try to have a good feud, but they're they're too focused on the behind the scenes aspect of. I, I don't know. You, I, think, I, I, um, I think you know where I'm getting at. Yeah, but. I also think that it is definitely a self aware mm-hmm. epic feud. Mm-hmm. They're very much trying to make stuff that you'll remember for a long time, and they want it to be this big, grand program. And I think for some people that rubs them the wrong way, right? In the sense that it hasn't been saying it's like an organic thing. They feel like it's from day one the intention was to do this big kind of, you know, daring epic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me, but I do think that's the problem for some people. Mm-hmm. So I get. It. I mean, people have different stuff. Well, ultimately, right? you know, is it going to work? Am I going to be invested in it in some way? And I am. That's all that matters. Right. I think you know, just saying you know, if if so, what if they manufactured it? As long as as long as it's working, right? If it's not working, then it becomes a problem, right? Um, or if it's not working for me personally, then it's like okay, you know, it's not working for me personally for one reason or another. Um, but you know, I'm I'm invested in it. You know, they've they've got yeah. me wrapped up in it. It's all yeah, it's a big one. It's one of those matches that the the place should pop on for the uh, the opening bell should get a pop. Mm-hmm. I wish they were running a bigger building, man. Yeah. Yeah. I just, 
I don't get why they're running that building. <laughs> I just don't understand. Yeah, I, I thought until yesterday they were running the NBA arena, and they're yeah. not. They're running the UCF arena. And, like, it sounds good in there, but, like, it doesn't look – I don't know. I didn't think visually it popped on TV. Like, it's just pay-per-view. You do four of them a year, man. Try and get a big fucking – big building packed in. I don't know. It's just me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, it feels like not the right time for me to plug the Grin Grappler of the Month based on who won that. So I'm going to leave that on the table. Mm. Um, Oracle, any final words? Um, very excited for this Sunday. Uh, join us. Uh, I don't know if there's anything planned Monday. Uh, I... I'm assuming the Grenelong is still intact for dark shoot on Tuesday evening. Should be, yeah. Uh, assuming we still have a platform. Huh. <laughs> I, I think I think we're gonna be okay. Um worst case scenario, we just delete the video. Um might not be the worst idea, honestly. <laughs> um I mean seriously, if you're that concerned, just just delete it. I'm not worried um, about it at all. Yeah. Um, well, I'm slightly. Because <laughs> if we if we get struck, I think the thing is we can't like stream for a week. Yeah, that'd be tough. You know, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how we'd approach that. Because the Revolution review would then would then air on like next Saturday. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it would it would be, well, I mean, you obviously wouldn't want to chat, but. I mean, for playing a song, I mean, it's just, I'm not going to get into that because that's just, I actually think it's criminal to even pull things down for something like that. Like, I legitimately yeah. think it's actually a hor- total horseshit. But um, but I, 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 I understand your, your, your fear. Yeah, like, I'm more I, concerned I, about the... <laughs> I, 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 I get it. So, I mean, um, you could delete the, the YouTube posting and put the audio you. on... Patreon, and we could direct link the video for... That's not how we do it, though. I know how to do that. What do you mean direct link, though? You can direct link from the StreamYard recording, I think. You can embed it. Hmm. And so there would have to be, like, uh... Now, eventually, we would need to delete it, so it'd be like, we'll leave this up for a week. I don't. I mean, honestly, I, think, I just put the audio up. It feels like, honestly, all bits aside, we should just like just let it fly, right? Worst happens, we'll record audio podcasts, just put them up. Yeah, like, I really don't. I really don't care. So yeah, I think we. Yeah. Should, I don't think anything's going to happen anyway. They, there's a million videos with this song on YouTube. Yeah. We're right. also not monetized right. right now, so. Right. Well. Uh, we'll talk about next week. Next week we'll do some Ring of Honor stuff. Uh, for which probably end now because I, you know, a little rusty, I guess. Um, folks, we'll be back at some point <laughs> soon. Follow Late Night Grin on Twitter at Late Night Grin to keep, you know, get updates on that good stuff. And uh, yeah, Bobby, any final words before we hit your outro? No, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for Revolution. Uh, should be a really good show. Looking forward to it. Shoot, Oracle. Any closing statement? Um, 
I'm really glad you guys are my friends. Thanks, pal. I agree. Um, you will either see us this week or you will see us next week, depending on uh, the situation. Um, probably this week. Um, stick with us if things go south, please. Um, that was sincere. <laughs> Very sincere. Um, otherwise, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy Revolution. Take care. Bye, everyone.